0: Good arc! Okay. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> it was good. Um hello, welcome to the end show podcast. I'm your host, Kraftsworth. This is my co-host
1: Mathwiz. Say hello, Mathwiz. I only cried twice reading this. Same. <laughs> Which honestly, there were probably a lot of moments that could really be like, oh gut punches.
0: There were more gut punches than there was crying, yeah. Like, oh boy. Um But before we get onto that, we'll, we'll we'll I have a we have an announcement we finished the uh the first uh patron poll ended uh, a couple few days ago and the winner was soul eater so after you know so this is our second last hunter hunter episode next we're doing um the 13th uh election chairman election then after that will be soul eater which i think will be four episodes um by my estimates and then um then we'll do Boruto, and partway through Soul Eater, we will do the pop the poll for the um the old school series, so in which you guys decide the order we're reading our two series that we've already picked. So, um, so look forward to that, and uh, yeah. Um, again, if you are a patron and plan on being a patron through like basically the rest of the year, because um, Soul Eater is gonna be four episodes. Um, I forget how many episodes. The old school one will be, and I don't want to say because uh, I don't want to reveal the picks yet. Borto's just going to be one episode, so we're, we're after we're finishing Hunter Hunter, we're only going to be uh like five episodes, so you know, two and a half months away from our next full block, basically. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, comments. You have comments this time, right, Mathew? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm prepared this time. It's Kamara <laughs> Ann. I got gotta be prepared. <laughs> Uh, so there was one from from umor about uh the leol versus morel fight um yes it talks about obviously like morel's ability deep purple and the whole fight being a smoke on the water reference which is is good i never picked up on that um because i'm uncultured yeah. <laughs> um but yeah they also uh, mentioned a Medi not the bad guy video on morel and it, it was an interesting video i checked it out and it was it was pretty good
0: nice um Okay, so, <laughs> Mr. S has been desperate for an answer to a question that, <laughs> about, um, if the kite problem would have been fixed with replacing kite uh, in a hunter exam, like, with satas, which I... Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a great move, because the first exam starts off, and it's like, okay, the first exam, we go through the first exam, we gotta, they gotta run, and stuff. Now kite's there, and now we have this whole other thing to deal with, like, is Gon just gonna ignore it until, like he can talk to him is it just going to be like, suddenly we get this info dump like right at the start of the exam, when the exam should be, start- should be starting. I don't think that's a great move. And then um, like, and cause that, that information isn't important for literally like three, four arcs. So um, definitely seems like an awkward place. So
1: yeah, I know from, from this I thought it sounded kind of weird, and the reason why I've been putting off responding to it, I didn't find it particularly interesting to respond to, because my answer just kind of boils down to no, I don't really, because like you're replacing a character with somebody else, and I mean, I guess I don't know. And, that, and like, that as, far, have, as, like far as far as far as like the inter- anime gone. like anime original content could go, um, you know, replacing a character, I guess the tots isn't that important in the grand scheme of things, but to me, it, I don't that's, know, it feels kind of weird thing, when you is, could like, easily add in.
0: Right. Well, we don't know that too. That's the other thing. It's like Satals might become a major role later on and like the issue with is, so the issue is like, yeah, even if right now it seems like that might be a good move because, you know, he's not super important. He even also has a connection to Jing, so it would just like it would fit with replacing him with kite in that way. But what if it creates a Satals problem later on, you know? Um, and uh, another thing is like if you're if you want a suggestion about how that maybe how they might have fixed the kite problem, there were two recap episodes. So uh, that f- focused yeah. on Mito on Whale Islands. So um, somehow, if those could have been used to explain um, the kite connection,
1: because yeah, I know in-, in my video I had even uh, talked about like, oh, here's a scene in like the Hunter Exam, like right after Hisoka Punch is gone, where he's in a tree and he's like contemplating stuff. Like the narrator is like, oh, what could he be thinking about? And then that's where the episode just ends. And it's like, oh, well, if you're gonna do that, you could maybe. So, I mean, like, you could add it in somewhere.
0: Yeah, and that, that would... um Like, again, going back to the One Piece adaption, which, you know, restructures things like... Episode 4 is the Luffy flashback. Episode 18 is the full Zoro, like, expanded flashback. So, it's like, they just introduce it later. Like, kind of in between arcs. So, you know, that's why I... To say the recap episode might have been a good place. Because, you know, here's a huge info dump in between arcs. Like, do Killua's thing and then explain what Gon's deal is. Kind of, you know? um So... You know, maybe they could have d- done something, but they didn't, and it created the kite problem. Oh, well. Um. Anyway, you have another comment?
1: Yeah, there was a comment by V talking about... That was the about, other one I had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how Komugi is, you know, she exists to be... Like, her life is being, you know, constantly, like, waged on Goongi. Like, if you're not the best player in Goongi, then you're basically worthless. So right, and she's very con- similar. There's a connection yes. to Meruem there, and it should. that's, you know, how they kind ca- of... She's able to kind of break through to him and start to, you know, ch- change his perspective a bit because he finds someone who is kind of operating under the same mentality as he has been.
0: Yes, this huge expectation that's been for- pushed on them. He's got to be the king of everything. She's got to be the the queen of Goon- Goongi. Like, they, they're, they yeah, they're the same and they're connected. I was like, yeah, I did not thought about it like that. That's good. Um, um, those were all the comments I had.
1: Yep, those were all the comments I had. Oh,
0: okay. There were more interesting ones. I just didn't feel like responding to them. Um... Ooh, so anyway. But yeah, because some or, comments
1: are interesting, and it's like, oh, hey, that was cool. But then it's like, I, I don't really like, like you um, know yeah. to respond to a comment, you have to have a response.
0: Like there was one about um, I didn't write down the name. There was one about Pito explaining like the why Pito is definitely a girl, but at you know at the same time, it's like I don't know because like this stretch of chat. Yeah, they mentioned the oh Pito's like protective, like a mother. But then later on, you have the like see, it's not that I disagree. It's that like um the fact that you know, why, okay, why did, if if she was, like, outright a girl, why did Togashi primarily re- or only refer to her as in gender-neutral terms? And the other royal guards are also compared to mother figures, so I don't, like, I don't know if he's going for something by, like, making the royal guards not, like, or, you know, like, because they all have motherly traits, you know, and they're also extensions of the queen, so... If Is there a reason to make them, you know, if, if like, is, P- you know, Pito's gender neutral and the other two are just straight guy, Like, is there a reason to not make them as feminine we'll, we'll still have them other... I don't know if he's
1: going for something
0: there, basically. So, um, I don't know. Um, anyway, but... We well, should... I mean, I don't
1: know. There is also, um... Eh, never mind. Okay.
0: Well, we'll, we'll, maybe it'll come up during the actual discussion. Um, so anyway, we gotta get, um, going into the discussion. The group is waiting in Nov's, uh, room... To, for the, the time, to the start time, uh, we kind of get a uh, calm before the storm where we see um, what, how everyone's doing. Um, Hina is moping, Welfin is snooping around because he, he noticed uh, Nov's shoes and he's, um, you know, he wants credit for doing something um, positive for the group. But, uh, you know, so he's kind of sneaking around doing that. We got Chidu. Uh, Mathwiz has an announcement about Chidu. I don't know if she wanted to wait until later.
1: Um. Oh, yeah, I guess we can get that out of the way. Um, we we finally found the aesthetic character. If you if you've seen my seen my tweets, because Chidu is just peak dumbass. Um, and <laughs> no, I, I don't bad. know. I am rea- like it, it, I don't know why. Like I'm going through this story and just like randomly fixating on this one character. And so now there will probably be a Two video in the works um, yes. because, you know, in, in thinking about this character, I'm like, oh, there's actually some interesting, interesting little tidbits going on with this character. And they're kind of they fit they fit into the into the world in an interesting way. No, like, is I, like I just like I just general... love I just love the way yeah. that he just dies randomly by someone falling <laughs> out of the sky. It's he, he is peak incompetence. He is worthless. And that's what makes him great.
0: Yeah, like I said last time, I think one of the reasons I, th- I like Chimera and Esplod is because not only are Gon and Kilo are, like, really great as ever, but there's a lot of side characters that are also good, and is one of them. He's a dumbass.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and also if you consider, like, the tone of the arc, like, everyone's everyone always talks about, like, ooh, Chimera and it's so, it's so dark and all this stuff about humanity and the evil of humanity and whatever. And then there's just Chitu, who is almost pure comedy relief, and he's great.
0: Yeah, no, um, it's good. Um, Oh, so, so we get a brief bit uh, with Komuki, who's, you know, she wants to know Meruem's name. Um, and we sort of get the follow-up to Meruem's sort of existential thing last time, where he's wondering why he was born. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, if I was, you know, this is the mandate I'd be given, then, you know, he's, he's fine with it, because he just thinks, oh, it'll be tedious to, to rule over everything. Um, he kind of does another one of his, like, uh, fake-outs, almost, where, you know, it seems like he's thinking this one thing, um, and, you know, the audience is being... Or, you know, Shia Poof is kind of the audience um, surrogate there in those cases where we're supposed to assume one thing of him, and then, nope, he kind of flips it. Um, yeah. So, they do kind of talk about, like, the mechanics of the end because they're trying to, uh, you know, figure out the best thing for everyone involved because Mirum doesn't want to be seen all the time. But, uh, you know, there are safety concerns.
1: He, he almost seems kind of like... He almost seems like he's being kind of childish in this regard, because he's like, what do you, you... I have to confine myself to this little circle that, you, that you'll build around me? Like, no, I'm the king. This is my palace.
0: Yeah, right. right. It kind of goes back to now the Komuki comparison, where it's like they do have this expectation on them, or, you know, where they have to... Like, yeah, they, like it's interesting, because he is the king of everything, but at the same time... Or the, the you know, born king of the, the world, but at the same time, he he he's he is really limited in what he can do um, because of that, so interesting kind of, kind of power. Well, I guess, uh, maybe that doesn't draw as much to Kamugi as I initially thought, but, or maybe I've just framed it wrong. Anyway, um, Z. <laughs> so, oh yeah, they talk about Palm a bit, and wonder, it, um, where, you know, where she is, like, and they realize, like, oh, maybe Palm's with the king, and everyone's like, shit, <laughs> let's hope not, um, but, because, you know, Kilo is still, like, trying to figure out why Meruem hurt himself, and, um, you know like he can't come up with the answer there there's uh you know everyone's just trying to think of like piece together what's happening there so they they know what's what to expect um or even oh even and then otherwise. the the
1: part where where Morel is like oh, in what situation would you hurt yourself and then gone is the one who gives the answer and it's Ah <laughs> no uh, whew, yeah yeah
0: um oh god uh yeah anyway um wilfin and yopi have a bit of a talk yopi we haven't seen a lot like he was barely there last time um but you know this dutch chapter is finally finally get more yopi um and uh Yopi? i don't know um probably
1: yeah anyway um just yeah, try yes. and pronounce his full name kraftsdorf D- no we're
0: not going there i don't want to add another uh, word to my list of things i can't fucking pronounce um Oh God! Wait till we get to the Dark Continent expedition.
1: Um, oh jeez. <laughs> there's, there's a
0: major character, and uh, I don't I don't want it. one of the, the fourth prince. Uh, people know when I say fourth prince. Um, I don't want to pronounce that name. <laughs> oh God. Oh yeah. Well, Finn gives his uh fake story to Visef, um, and visit and argues when um, when the bomb is the alleged bomb is supposed to go off. Um, and he kind of. Um, he has a line about how, like, the, you know, being standing above, like, massive crowds of people is better than intercourse, where it's just, like, more of him being a shit sense, um, yeah, I guess I can see that, you know, having power over so many people, um, being enjoyable like that, but, uh, VizF continues to be a piece of garbage, <laughs>
1: Of all the characters who die in this arc, it's a shame he wasn't one of them. But maybe he'll improve. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Yeah, he's just stripped who away knows. of all his powers, so, you know. Um, anyway, but uh, finally, the the appointed time has arrived. Um, and then, so I will say, like, reading this arc all at once is great. Um, I feel bad for the people who had to read it as it was coming out, because this is also when uh, uh, the hiatus has really yeah. started and, like, you get a full chapter of, oh, Killua runs in a hallway, and two kill- kills two guys, and there's one with Alcalgo, and that's the whole chapter. Like, yeah, I could well, see. Well, that
1: and with the way that, uh, because we, we've already had the first stretch of chapters that we covered building up to this big you know, the big palace invasion. But then, like, even as the palace invasion starts, here's a (coughs) cutaway to Welfine, this character who we've seen a couple of times and don't really know anything about, and he's dicking around doing some other stuff. Yes, the Echolgo
0: shenanigans. It's like, how does this matter? Mm -hmm. Like, there's, you you know, everything is important. Like, the Wealthine stuff goes somewhere, but reading it, being stuck and reading it weekly i can see that being frustrating yeah because, I, yeah.
1: All, because like the, the arc is very cleverly constructed to really like the main things you want to see are like gons pay off with pito like that's one of the and that's one of the things we get at the very end like that's one of the last things we get closure on yeah. and even then is it really closure um <laughs> but then there's also the stuff with with I and mean, you want to see where that goes but togashi you know purely from like a Because, again, like, I I love where all the material goes, and we'll talk more about it later, but purely from, like, a, like, just reading it and trying to follow, like, the plot of the story, I guess, and go, like, in a very linear, um, sense, the story doesn't do that. Like, there's a lot of pieces all across the board moving around, and sometimes we'll cut away from the main plot to, oh, here's, here's Wellfiend, he's doing some stuff, here are these, this girl, and and this character, and, um, they found Nizeph, and they're gonna go do stuff, like... Yeah, there are definitely some cutaways that, especially when the chapters aren't coming out weekly, uh, I could see right. being frustrating.
0: Yeah, and the art w- w- wasn't that good, of course. I presume I never, I never saw comparisons between like this arcs, the, this part of the arcs art compared to like you know the early Chimera Ant and late Green Island parts where it was presumably at at its worst. But I, I also imagine the art wasn't as good, um, as it, as it is in these volume releases that we're reading. So. Um, yeah, like and that said like this stretch I the ha, maybe has maybe my favorite chapter in the entire series. Um but but then that the, so there's there's good stuff for sure, but I yeah, I, I can I can see the frustration. And like honestly just reading it and every time they showed like the time, like you'd read like five chapters and it's, it's been like 3 seconds have passed and I I yeah. just I feel like overwhelmed with like uh, just the, the the time comparison, just, there like, was thinking a, about it.
1: I know that there was, like, a video which, like, compresses <laughs> the entire Chimera Ant arc into the amount of time that it takes. I don't know if it's still up on YouTube, or if it might have gotten, like, copyright hit. I'm actually gonna check that. Oh, that but yeah, I, it's, I, it's really interesting to video. consider.
0: Um, no, it, it, like I said, it's just, like, overwhelming trying to, like, comprehend the amount of, like, information that happens, and the amount of information, like, from what we see, and the, like, the amount of time it takes, like... Um like that's like I just like I just was quiet for five chapters with the material. It's nuts. Like Um So and like it's it's definitely interesting and I haven't seen something quite like it in anything in another manga before like that. Um yeah. like, like I said, it was it was like seeing it was just like almost overwhelming and just like oh my God, it's only been that long. Um, and then like another 10 chapters pass and it's been seven seconds and oh my God. Yeah,
1: and th- this is wh- this is where we kind of get into the stuff with like the narrator and the criticism it often gets. So I guess we'll get that out of the way now um, because I-, I know like Digi made a video about, um, you know, how it's like an exploration of chaos theory and stuff. And so like we have to look at all the different ways that like the plan could have gone and see th- as things are breaking down. Um, and maybe there, maybe there are certain little tidbits, like, there's, there are occasions where maybe the art could have conveyed the inner, sort of, monologue itself. Yeah, see, for um, me sometimes reading maybe it, it gets a like,
0: little... rereading it, rather, and having also watched the anime, like, I didn't notice any narration that bothered me. Like, I can see it, because in the anime, you're stuck. In the manga, yeah. you know, I was, I, I admit, probably read some parts a little too fast, but, um, Cause And I've argued before that there are merits to having a narrator with regards to, you know, di- information that's better revealed non diegetically like uh, characters' powers, where it's like, yeah, they, are they going to monologue about their powers all the time? Like, it worked in York New, but, um, you know, then York New also had the um, assassins, the guys who were co- prideful and cocky, were talking about their powers, and it was kind of, you know, kind of annoying, even if it, there's a serv- point to it. So, like, you know, obviously no solution is going to satisfy anyway, but uh, go on. Um, or satisfied but anyone.
1: yeah, um, I think in, in certain cases it's really interesting because because it happens so fast. Um, you'll have moments where characters have to process a ton of information at once and try to like quickly find an, an answer. Um, so like when when Killua and Gong make it to Pito and um, Kila sees what's going on, he's like, okay, well I have to think. Okay, this is what's going on. This is probably what happened. But I can't say that to Gong because that's he's going to spiral out of control. So how do I? Uh, there's there's a lot of moments like that where it's yeah.
0: uh, the earliest one that i remember is when they when gaunt charges charges at Yuppie and and everyone's like oh you know he realized that you know we don't know if Mel- melioran's power wears that runs out when he dies uh or you know if he just if, so he like he could be dead on the ground with knuckle and like he that everyone's processing like holy shit how did gaunt process all this information so, like i don't yeah i don't know how he could have got that visually with like um, internal monologues and even with eternal terminal mo- like i think also with narration is the narration gives it like a timelessness to it where because it's non-diegetic it's happening outside the story where you know the characters are thinking really fast especially when you get to like um netero dropping down in the pito moment where you know Zeno has a whole cutaway where he talks about uh pr- the mind processing stuff in the heat of the moment that's kind of right
1: thing. yeah really um the c- the cutaway to Zeno is basically like togashi like as far as, like, anime anime and manga kind of, like, explaining their themes up front, like, I know with, like, when I did the Talk No Jutsu video, I realized, oh, there's actually a lot of quotes from characters just kind of saying what the point is. Yeah. Um, I had that, too. Togashi with- kind of does that here with with Zeno, where he, he talks about, like, this phenomenon of time slowing down, and all, so, in a way, he's kind of, like, up front justifying all the narration. Like, this, this is what, like, this is the point. Read the details. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, yeah, and what I was what I was gonna point out is like by making the narration timeless, is that like like so imagine if, if so say the go, going back to the OP scene, imagine if all of it was conveyed just through internal monologue. So now, especially in an adaptation, an anime adaption, that would be really awkward because you'd just be jumping around between all these characters, thinking like they're almost having a conversation with each other, but they're not because they're all independently thinking. And you're supposed mm-hmm. to like suspend yourself and realize that this is all happening in literally like a millisecond. You know, where a narrator like this auction just stops and the narrator talks, basically. Like like I said, there's a timelessness to it, to that. So, um, I don't know, I think, you know, and I'm not going to say, like, oh, you shouldn't be bothered by it. Like, if it bothers you, fine. You know, speaking generally to people who don't care for the narrator, like, um, mm-hmm. I I wasn't bothered reading it. Um, I don't remember, it's been a while I since know I watched I th-
1: it. I remember at one point, like, when I first went through Hunter x Hunter, I think I was maybe not... Because, and I, t- I kind of mentioned it earlier about, you know, like the pacing of the arc and you want to see Gon get his revenge on Pito You want to see what happens with the king. And so w- when things get slowed down even further, I guess there can be a little bit of like, ah, you're making me wait even longer. <laughs> but it, the um, math
0: was, it's all about the detours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That, yep, the narration is all just part of the grand theme. Yep. Um... I mean, like, yeah, I, I can get, I, I understand why why people... Um, might not vibe with the nar- with the narration um but like personally coming back to it now and just you know considering it in the context of other stories there aren't there really aren't there's nothing quite like the chimera ant arc which is willing to go into such painstaking detail over fractions of a second of information and that that just makes it really unique um if nothing else
0: yeah um so anyway um moving on to the actual um the raid um Pito notices, uh, the dragon dive, um, and Pito's really happy about the dragon dive. Like, they get the, the heart in the mouth thing that, um... <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's also cool because it's, like, the Zoldyx keep having their thing where it's like, oh shit, it's the Zoldyx, like, at, at New York New 2, because, like, Zeno, there was no mention of whether he was going to be here or not. With Netero, like, we were expecting him, but now it's like, oh shit, it's Zeno, and I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> um, one of those moments. Um.
1: But yeah, it's it, yeah. But the way the way the Zoldic family is used throughout the story is really interesting, uh, especially in this case because you kind of get a little you get a bit of an interaction afterwards with uh, Kilua, um, even though it's it's really brief. But so in a way, it's like it's more of that like with the Phantom Troop showing up and fighting some ants. It's still kind of like prog- progressing some stuff in the background of the the bigger yeah. conflict. But it's all. It's all integrated really well.
0: No, yeah, it's it's cool. Um, you know, we get the brief exchange between Netero and Pito, or, or yeah, which we kind of already talked about a bit. Um, <laughs> Netero, like the face he gives Pito, where he's just like, "That was a bad move, little ant." I'm just, uh, he he's drawn really creepy in a lot of parts, especially towards the end. But uh we'll get there. Um, and then yeah, we get Zeno talking about the uh, Zeno talking about the uh, um. The speed and time perception thing like he's even talking about with Silva later and Silva's just like okay old man okay boomer (laughs) (laughs) so that was funny
1: um I also thought it was interesting um when when Zeno said like oh Netero's been an old man since even I was a baby which it I, I like characters like that where they're you know it's a fictional story so characters can be kind of they can age as far like what is a reasonable lifespan in the in, in a hunter hunter narrative or is it just because N- netero is so powerful like one piece kind of has that with uh with white beard yeah. um, well
0: i think it was also mentioned. like just these badass um,
1: old guys that are able to like they're so powerful that time can't even stop them
0: yeah um because i think it was mentioned that like nen um you know, mastering it does, like, reduce aging to an effect, and with Netero being a very extreme example, because he's also one of the strongest end users, or, you know, mm-hmm. so... Um, no, yeah, but I like how you frame it, where it's like, they're so old, they're so powerful that even age doesn't affect them, you know? Right, because, uh, is really powerful. <laughs> um, oh, then we get sort of Netero's uh, backstory about, you know, he reached his physical limits, and started praying, and he, he broke his limits. Um... Able to do you know ten thousand punches an hour, which I don't want to do the math for, but I know it's a lot of punches. <laughs> um, anyway, um, the group finally in- infiltrates. Um, I think you mentioned it, uh, because I'm just getting to this one part where th- there's this two-page spread of the group arriving at the stairs, and then there's a follow-up two-page spread where the perspective is slightly changed, and uh, um, all the the dragon dive arrows are coming down. Um, yeah, just like you-, you, you, how did you put it? Um. Chimera, the palace invasion is the is the paramount war for Togachi's two-page spreads which probably stands yeah, out even more because like not only are there way more but like in general there haven't been that many through the series so far like there was jing there was um the dodgeball game um yeah and that, that's mostly it <laughs> up until the chimera and stuff um
1: and i think that's probably why this stretch of chapters was a much quicker read than any of the others
0: yeah because I, I you know Um, I guess, because, yeah, think about it. Even though there is a lot of narration, because it slows everything down, there's also more art. Like, you know, he's just, like, more visual stuff. Um, So, yeah, it is probably a quicker read for that reason. Um, Anyway, we start getting uh, Yopi's uh, stuff he's uh, mentioned. Yeah, he's different. I was was remembering correctly from last time. He's the only... um, of the royal guards, who has no, or he doesn't have as much human in him because he's m- more magical beast than human. Yeah. So he's like, he's more animalistic, but he's he's got more brute strength for it. Which, as we know from Hunter Hunter, is uh, having more brute strength isn't necessarily a good thing. Um, <laughs> and he gets he gets a good little arc where he has to become more human. But we'll talk about that when it gets more beats later. Um, then we get the uh, the moment I already talked about where Gone charges at Yopi and he gives uh, Shoot the character development. Um, you know, cause shoot is, you know, he, he, he was, to, you know, a foil to Killua. So it makes sense that seeing gone be a light, he sort of takes from that. And, uh, you know, just like Killua, it just, it's just in a very, uh, not abrupt, but very quick, um, you know, exa- example of that.
1: Yeah. It's crazy to th- like the, I think the part that kind of put the whole time perception into in a perspective for me was, uh, the, like everything that happens with shoot only happens within like the first 30 seconds or so. And that's like, what? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Though, <laughs> the, 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 I will say the weird thing about there, there being so, um, you know, little a, a time happening. And so much. It's also like, well, what is there, you know, like, um, should I mention every single beat? Um, you know, I don't feel a particular need to, um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Cause like, if you think about it in real time, like shoot, his role is like, he comes in, he distracts Yuppie for a few seconds. He gets beat. He gets you know. Beed he gets the shit much, kicked yeah. out of him, and then he almost dies. And like that that's all in thirty. Like that's all. That's all he lasts.
0: Yeah, Um and then once uh you know Knuckle gets his moment with him, and then Nob saves him. Like he's just out of this, out of the arc. So like he's only. <sighs> like here's this hunter, this you know pro hunter, um, you know trusted like as a you know he was a student of morals, and then like he his he lasts like just a few like a, a minute a few minutes in this arc cuz they're up against some monsters so yeah it's kind of amazing
1: oh and then you also get the moment with him and yupi where uh, but i mean that that's later uh but uh, shoot he his shoot has a very good role in this arc
0: yeah um no yeah it's good we'll, we'll talk about the Yuppie stuff later uh, cuz first um pito uses some trickery to get back to the palace as quick as possible. And then um, Yopi blows up the staircase, and uh, Pito ends up with uh, Merom and Komugi, who, Komugi is injured. And, uh, oh yeah, that's right, Zeno and uh, Netero were also there. And uh, (laughs) this is a good uh, moment um, with, like, there's even a part where um, Zeno and Netero realize that, you know, intruding here would be... um, a loss of all their justification and humanity like they're supposed to be here you know exterminating bugs and here they find a human showing uh, you know showing compassion for another human who's injured and like concern for that person like like yeah it says it later it's like this is what or he's yeah this is uh, He says it right after it's like this isn't what i signed up for and ah uh, <laughs> it's good um and then the part where um like uh, merom suggests i should leave um Zeno and, uh, Netero have a brief, like, uh, moment of distraction when, um, Dr. Blythe shows up, and then Meruem just does ignore, like, Merum's so, he's fighting, t- facing two of the strongest Nan users in the setting, um, and he's so confident that he just walks by them, <laughs> like, he's the king, he is unchallenged, and he's not even wrong to do so, like, he doesn't need to take this opportunity to, like, just finish them off right here, even though he very well could have like oh my god
1: yeah because there's the moment where the two characters are like ah oh, shit we're dead like he's gonna kill us right now and no he just passes through him and ah uh, ah uh, is probably like in revisiting this arc he's probably become like one of my favorite antagonists nice. he's, oh he's, uh, he's oh
0: he's great
1: <laughs> but also the the stuff with Pito too um and how it t- kind of ties back into the the little interaction with the royal guards that That Alexander had mentioned in a video where Pito says something about, you know, it it all comes down to, like, what you want to do, and it's more about, like, the self, and then here you have Pito who is, you know, trying to preserve not what, not, like, an ideal that the king should be, but, you know, who the king is, because this, and she describes it later, where this is, this person is important to someone important to me, and ah, it's, it's character development, and it, ah, no,
0: yeah, like because well, you know Pito's kind of not being an individual, basically, but but also kind of you know is but I guess since that's what he, she wants most of all, um, with like basically being completely you know um, sacrificial towards Mirum's goals, where like you know up get, grow, you know he kind of does a little bit of uh, like him becoming more human is actually like subverting like not not just doing like what the best thing to do with Meruem, for Mirum is where he uh, you know doesn't kill. Uh, moral, you know, where it's like he left this dangerous threat because, um, you know, he of his the humanity he'd gotten. So yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see how the royal guards go. Um,
1: and then they end up having conflicting interests too, because it comes down later where it's like, well, one one royal guard wants to protect Komugi, the other one wants to kill Komugi. What? Yeah, what's they, going and on? And they
0: both think it's best for Meruem. So um, yeah. Anyway, we go back to uh, Yopi and Nav gets his moment where. Um, he helps Moro get his pipe back before, um, you know, readying up to fight Yopi. Oh, then we get the the, the hallway moment where, um, I guess it wasn't the whole chapter, but um, where, yeah, Kilo gives Ikago a hand um, by taking out the two ants. Oh, yeah, Poof has a, Poof has a bit of an introspective moment um, with his uh, view as a royal guard and the king. Um,
1: but also, okay, here's another moment where, you know, stopping to kind of, you know, having things go, moving in, like, slow motion, but giving all this, like, narration and all these, like, internal thoughts go, um, it shows how, like, even just that brief moment of hesitation from Poof, where he's so caught up in, like, his self-deprecation, he's like, oh, you're a failure as a royal guard, when, like, it clouds his judgment, when he could have immediately just gone to continue looking, but he doesn't, and as a result, morell is able to confine him in the throne room with, with the, the smoky jail, and it's,
0: yeah he's kind of trapped with his own like pre- you know pre- preconceptions of the king and versus you know and like trying to figure all that out and it's only like he's a trapped in the yeah he's
1: trapped in the prison of his own mind <laughs> and then sick. he gets trapped in a real prison of <laughs> that's smoke.
0: exactly where i was going with it yeah because he's only like it's like six um and a half seconds of gone uh when Gone finds you know he recognizes smoke with pito and then it's at just two seconds after that when uh, Moral traps, poof. So it's only like a couple seconds he's like thinking to himself, really. Uh, maybe a bit more than that, because if it started before. But, uh, yeah. Um, okay, uh, uh, so anyway, then we get a moment where the dialogue was weird to me. Because um, I, I did stop to think about it, but something was just kind of like... Um, I don't know if it was mistranslation, or even just like a slight, like, I don't know. Um, yeah, Kilua passes by callgo, and Akalgo says... You owe me one when you know Killua was just the one who just helped him out. So I assu- maybe it would have been like, what do you or what do you do? You have anything to say about that first before I explain what I think um, or what I thought was weird um,
1: about it? Yeah, I was a little confused by it okay. too
0: because I'm wondering if maybe it's supposed to say you owed me one because Ikalgo saved Killua, Like Killua is indebted to Ikalgo for that. You could say so. It's like um, so like. He's, if he's just kind of, like, re, re, like referring to that, where it's like, yeah, you owe me one, so this is fine. Like, um, you know, because was, um, going out of his way to do this for cargo, like, for his friend. Um, you know, and potentially risking his mission, like, he needs to be at Gon's side, he really needs to be at Gon's side, um, very soon, <laughs> um... You know so that was and maybe so by saying that Ikago sort of like alleviated his doubts about uh, whether this was the right thing to do or not maybe by saying you know okay yeah you owe me one so yeah, even if um you know it got in the way of what Kilowa wanted it was um you know he he got also got his you know his debt out of the way with the Okago. so um I guess that's my best explanation and it, but it does involve a slight change of the the wording so I don't because uh I just don't I, yeah, I don't I also don't see how um yeah, Kilo is saving Akalco means he owes Akalco even more. So, yeah. Um, just, it was a weird... There was another line that gave me pause, I think, later on. Um, but I forget what it is right now, so I might even... I don't know. Um,
1: well, because I know I'm looking at the, the 2011 subtitles right now, and it's translated as I owe you one. So...
0: That makes more sense. Where, um, that, that made even more more sense, So because he's saying yeah that now that and that still kind of keeps most of what i was saying we're now instead of um repaying the previous debt it's now ikalgo owes something else to kilua and that or now so um yeah that that makes more sense so um
1: but it's also not like a thank you because you know kilua has the moment later where he says like i well he had it earlier too with ikalgo where he says you know like he doesn't thank his friends um and so, like Ikago, he doesn't. Gotcha. He doesn't thank. He doesn't thank Kilowa for saving him. Instead, he just says like I owe you one. Like, right, okay, he... next time. Ta- next time, I need to save you, or something like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. See, and that that makes more sense. So, um, yeah, it's just. I mean, like, I will say, like Hunter Hunter overall is a great is a great is a strong translation. Like, I don't think we've had any issues with it, like we did with Yu Show or um, Bleach. Was like Bleach is also probably another good translation of Viz's, but uh, Naruto, if he's had their issues, so. Hunter Hunter is another good one, but this is this one line is kind of weird, so it gave me pause. Um, so anyway, uh, Gon sees uh, Meruem and leaving with uh, Netero and Zeno. Um, Netero points he's gone back to uh, um, what he's looking for, and we're getting we're getting we're getting we'll get there though. Um, oh, I feel yeah. like this interaction
1: er, is also kind of like knowing what happens with the two characters. This is this is kind of an interesting interaction because it's the last time. That they encounter each other, and you think about, like, where they started, whereas, like, where they're they're headed, um, if you talk about, like, the evils of humanity, um, and just, like, the, I mean, obviously there's the, um, contrasting character arcs of Meruem and Gon, where they kind of go in opposite directions. A human becomes a monster, and a monster becomes a human, but Gon is very similar to Netero in that, you know, Netero, you know, has the little rose, he has the bomb to really show off, like, the evils of humanity, um, so he and Gon are kind of similar in that respect, and so kind of looking at this moment, and just like the expression on Net- Netero's face when he just kind of points the thumb back at the the room, I don't know. There's, I'm am f- feeling something of a connection there, um, yeah, between that's, these that's, two when characters if, when you
0: put it like that, yeah, because they both dip in. Yeah, you're right. They both they're the ones who fall basically in some way. Um, oh, the, the, I did want to bring something up, because someone mentioned it a while back, and I just decided I'd reserve my thoughts until you know, now, because, um, Killua recognized his, uh, Zeno's dragon dive technique, like, when it started raining through the wa- w- the walls, um, and I don't understand how, um, because he didn't know what Nen was until, so, like, um, part of my response was, like, well, like, there's, there's weird abilities regarding, without Nen, like, uh, Killua's sh- uh, shadow step, for example, like, that's not a Nen ability, he could just make a bunch of, like, what appears to be duplicates of himself, you know, um. I think it was a conversation about like nen secrecy and stuff, and just like, you know, the weird shit happening. Because yeah, so like, there's weird stuff in the setting without nen. Um, but then I, yeah, I don't like I. I'm pretty sure without nen, you can't even see like most nen things. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how Killua would recognize Dragon Dive. Maybe it's a bit of a fault hole. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. I just thought I'd bring it up. Um,
1: I mean, I guess maybe it could. Because yeah, I guess about like not being able to see nen, that makes sense. Uh, my only thought would be like maybe. Because they're a family, maybe it's at some point, like, he told him about an ability that he has, but, you know, like, eh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, the, um, maybe there's an explanation for it. Um, I'm just not sure what it would be, so. But yeah, I just, I just thought I'd mention it before I forget. Uh, there's a bit of a moment from Kilwa where he's thinking about gone stuff, and... Ugh, we're get- <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> we're getting close to that. Oh man. Um, um, Knuckle is... Internally debating about what to do with Yulp because he doesn't want to, uh, interrupt, like, he doesn't want to reveal that there's another enemy, but he ha- also, he's, he's crying because he wants to help his friend. <laughs> uh Knuckles good. Oh, uh, runs into, uh, Chitu and Welfin, and, uh, or, well, no, Welfin's hiding and Bloster blo- is, Bloster blo- is there. Um, and he mentions, uh, I, okay, I had to look this up because I didn't know who Hagia was and it's leo he had another name yeah. before and i, I just kind of i've always like leo's the lion name it's easy to remember um, you know so that's just like yeah leo like even back in the last before he changed his name i just saw him and i was like yeah it's leo um
1: Hagia and, is his dead name right um so leo is a true trans icon we stand. oh my <laughs> um but yeah when um when yeah, oh, when, when, they,
0: when they mentioned Hagia I was just uh I was like who who um, so I had to look that up and I was like oh okay that makes sense um
1: yeah because that's what he was called earlier right, in the, right. like way back when the the queen was still there right um, yeah because even some I of the told, chapter yeah. titles were like verse Hagia's squad or whatever
0: yeah which I really should have but I noticed um back when we were reading it um but anyway um Melioran's god's accomplice only lasts for like 10 seconds because uh the poor, how i mean or maybe it's more like 20 but he said it would do like he could do it maybe a minute but uh yeah it did not last there as long
1: so then i kind of like because yeah, a lot of unexpected things happening it's just like <laughs> having to hold your breath under that amount of stress uh yeah, yeah he no. couldn't do it
0: uh, yeah no I, and i like how that was um because even he mentioned like giving i like how he gave like the estimates of how long it might have taken he w- might be able to hold his breath but then, like, they were they were vast overestimates, you know? Um, like, he's even saying, like, oh, yeah, I don't want to smoke a cigarette because I don't want to have any regrets. Like, he's trying to do the best that he can. But then, like, even then, the best that he can isn't the best he imagined himself to be capable of. So um, it's just a nice little detail. I like... Oh, yeah, Shoot has a bit of a moment where uh, Yobi does a big attack and um, Shoot, like, knocks himself backwards. Um, and, like, you know, he's like, I can still fly, but then the narration's like, uh, yeah, he's approaching his limits, um, cause he's kind of uh, losing it a bit. But yeah, Knuckle distracts him anyway, uh, or distracts Yopi, so he can uh, help his friend. Morals um, trapped by Poof, or no, Poof is trapped by. Him, but they kind of trap each other, I guess, cause uh, Morals um, can't just leave, even though you know, as uh, Poof's trying to escape. But Akalgo uh, um, is going down to save. Uh, he like he wants to save Palm. Not for, like, the mission, but because, like, well, she's a friend of a friend. You know, he's just, Ikaka wants to be a good friend. Because he's a good uh, octopus squid boy, I guess. Um, okay, and now we finally get to, I think, like I said, it's one of my favorite chapters in the series, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, God. Um, Gon and Killua reach uh, the room where Pito's healing Komugi. Um And this whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, Kite even mentioned back then, like, what are you going to do if any of the ants have comrades? And Pito's completely helpless, you know, putting out, like, uh, protecting Komugi like a mother protecting her young. <laughs> you know, like, Gon's, you know, mentally seeing Kite, because he's he's far gone. Um, and, like, he's I mean, far gone.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is... The scene is so much, because this, this is supposed to be the big payoff. Like, we want to see Gon get revenge for Kite as, like, you know, the audience, especially from, like, the manga perspective, where we did see Kite in chapter one, and so we do get the... When when Pito says, like, oh, this person is someone important to someone important to me, and it... it there's a... There's... I forget what specifically was the connection I saw, but, like, no, it was because Komugi made the king who he was, and to tie that to gone kite oh, really made gone who he yeah. was because without that scene in the first chapter and without, you know, the interaction in the forest and the stuff with the hunter license and whatever, you know, would gone have become the same person. Um, and so that, that's where, um, that's where I think like kite being in the first chapter and being an influencer throughout the story, this is where it really matters because, mm-hmm. you know, there's that parallel there and, and it's just like the emotions you feel because, and that's just how, that's just how narratives work. Like, you, you set up a conflict, and then you want to see that conflict resolved. And Shonen's like, these shonen action stories have done that stuff, where there are, like, these revenge stories, or a character wants to do this thing. And, yeah, there are other stories that have definitely subverted in, in this way, where it's like, no, revenge is not good, or... Um, I mean, like, that that's what Naruto's all about, is, like, you know, yeah. having to come to these, like, peaceful resolutions. But... Gon is not really a master of talk nojutsu. He does not have that going for him. <sighs> uh, nope. um, so. Well,
0: because, like, I'm not, not. Like, what I'm noticing is, like, and that's actually technically, uh, 275 is a chapter that is my favorite, because, like, this one going is going into that where we're talking about now, though. But, um,. Because one thing I'm noticing, like, I'm just noticing Gon's greed again, where he, like, he wants it like this. He wants, he's gonna fight Pito so that Pito can save Kite, and he's, like, trying to fight for that. But then he's also, like, he's not able to just, like, dismiss what Pito is tr- doing, because, like, P- this Komugi's a complete innocent. Um, you know, and Gon doesn't want, you know, as established way back with the Zoldic family with, like, oh, sorry uh, gatekeeper guy, I, I don't want you to get in trouble. Like, you know, Gon's not gonna let an innocent come to harm in most circumstances, but here it's, like, <sighs> that's going very much going up against, like, what he wants, and, or, you know...
1: I mean, yeah, it, it's even described in the manga as he was in a valiant struggle against himself without any idea of how, even how to fight, because the, the whole situation flipped. Like, he has gone into this situation, Pito is, you know, a murderer, um, with, you know, cannot be redeemed, there's no redeeming qualities there, inhuman, killed kite, pure evil. And then he comes into this situation which is the complete opposite. Like, he's similar to how Meruem, showing this, like, very human protection for Komugi, put Netero and um, Zeno off guard. It it does the same for Gon here, and you can... The anime especially, like, the 2011 anime episode that adapts this knocks it out of the park, with just, you can see the shifting expressions in Gon's face as he kind of goes from, you know, he's got that anger, but he can't let the anger out against anything, because deep down inside him, like, he doesn't want it's similar to like you had mentioned the moment with the gatekeeper because I mean when Kiloa mentions that like Komugi being hurt was kind of their fault, you know he doesn't. Yes, he does do some terrible things like putting like using her as a hostage and whatever. But at the end of the day, I don't I don't think he wants her to die, and that's like the struggle. There's definitely an internal struggle going on where he has this perception of of Pito and all the terrible things that Pito did do. Um but there is kind of that growth on the part of Pito, and it it kind of makes it sort of tragic because, like, as I was going through this stuff, I almost thought, you know, under different circumstances, it had things kind of gone the same way with the way that Pito develops. Could they have maybe been friends? Um, yeah. Like, like if what's, he, if Pito yeah, hadn't whole... killed Kite, and it, because like with the way that Pito's character changes, um, you know, you get the scene at the very you know at the very end before before the fight where um, they say, you know, I'm sorry. Because, again, like, you have Pito saying, like, Pito understands and comes to learn the importance of having, you know, someone important to you. But way before that ever happened, Pito took that away from Gon. Like, that was who Kite was. Um, and so it's interesting how the development kind of, it works against Gon's expectations. And, like, that, that's where the, the struggle comes from.
0: Yeah, well like what you said about um maybe they could have been friends is like that's the thing with the ants is like we've t- I think I talked about it last time where Chidu's kind of like a microcosm where he's just really fast but like the ants in general like they're they st- their first interactions with hum- with people are as animals they're just predators and yet even though so even though they have the capis- cap- capacity for volition like humans do they don't recognize that at first so it's like If they had, like, if they hadn't come from an environment that was very, like, it's natural, it's, like, it's humans in nature, where they they just kind of accept the ants, like, the NGL people, because it's like, yeah, that's nature, you know, it doesn't matter, um, and, but then they also have, you know, since a lot of them were born from actual criminals, then they also have these other dark tendencies, so it's like, you know, maybe if they were in a better environment, they could have, yeah, they could have been just normal, functioning people who just happen to have, like, godlike power (laughs) relative to humans, um, but, um, circumstances pushed him towards being beasts so it took them like by the time they grew to keep he- like especially with meruim that's like the whole tragedy of his character is that you know even though he grew to become a human is it like it was too late basically he the world decided that he shouldn't exist because of what he what he was you know doing as an animal basically um but anyway um but yeah, and the- then
1: i think as as well as that like gone just being forced to wait even longer um Like, he has to continue pushing off his emotions, and that doesn't work, that's not healthy, and, I mean, we we had seen all the flashes up to this point of gone, and just, like, the complete, just, like, rage on his face, and all the shadows and everything, and so, like, this is supposed to be the moment where he gets that payoff, where he can let all that out, but no, he's gotta stifle it again, and...
0: The part that gets me is, like, when he's, like, sort of dipping into, like, the sort of grief and, like, um, on the page, Pito asks, like, please let me save her, and then you get, like, a beat panel with gone and then you just get his, like, his, like, eyebrows and his his teeth and his, so he's sweating, and he's just, like, he's yeah. he doesn't know what to do, and it, ah, it hurts, <laughs> it hurts, and that's just what it really gets to me, um, and then, like, yeah, like you said, like, in the 2011, he's just, like, flopping between emotions because he's just trying to process it all, and, the part uh is trying to do like do the thing oh that Killua's is trying to do what Gon trusted him to do I'm stupid and impulsive you rear me back and Killua says if you kill Pito, um Kite will never be whole again and Gon says um you know this has nothing to do with you like and Killua uh oh the dead eyes like mm, oh no <laughs> Like was like, like trying to do what he was avoiding last time And trying to like be there for Gon and calm him down and, and, and But now Gon's rejecting it And it hurts Cause Killwood like yeah Cause we see later when uh, he talks to Palm And he, he breaks down And ah.
1: <laughs> Yeah this is the first time that their dynamic Like yeah this is the first time that their dynamic has really been You know like this is like the negative side of it Like I guess it, it had kind of been building up to this point, um, because Kilua has changed. Kilua's is not the same person who didn't believe he could make a friend. Uh, Like, now he, with Ikalgo, he made another friend. Yeah. So he has grown. He has, and that's just kind of how relationships between people work. Like, dynamics change, and as people change, um, you know, like, sometimes you have to kind of cast off whatever was before. And, like, there... I don't know, it's not it's not that their friendship is like unhealthy in like the way that that Kilo can kind of clean up Gon's messes. Um because Kiloa even says it later and I felt like that was the it was a really good capstone to like express that. He says, you know, I've always clean, you know, after all the stuff with Gon happens and Kiloa, he he says, you know, I'm going to clean up your mess just like always, but this time you're going to apologize because <laughs> Gon kind of took that for granted. Like here yeah. that like that's that's not what you do as a friend. You don't Throw your friend on. Well, I don't want to say maybe throw him under the bus, but like he's saying like, oh, he's kind of going back to Kiloa's roots and confirming, you know, all the thoughts and insecurities that Kiloa had about himself. Because he's saying like, oh, you don't care. It doesn't matter to you. What that right, that's not true. Kiloa is not that person anymore. But right, Gon no, is not kind a of being an
0: assassin. He's he's trying to help his friend, and Gon's being a little asshole about it. Right. Um. It, it's. And so it's
1: it's it's the one of the most selfish moments from gone in the series and i mean it's something he apologizes for later um because he he damn well should yeah. um uh, but in, in the moment it hurts it hurts Kilova doesn't yeah, deserve but, this
0: um, yeah but Gon gives Pito the one hour and that's the end of uh, the chapter and it's it's so good it's a good it's yeah like i said one probably one of my favorite chapters um because it's just the character stuff the interactions the the expressions, it's just, it's really good, um, anyway, um, back to the, the rest of the action, um, so yeah, shoot lasted a grand total of 20 seconds, basically, um, yeah, so yeah, but, um, Knuckle distracts Yopi, uh, Meleron tries to, uh, go help him, but, uh, you know, he has to do his own mission.
1: I think that's also part of what makes this art kind of fascinating, because if you think about it, all the events that are happening, for the course of an hour, Gon and Pito are just sitting there, like all this other crazy stuff is going on in the background. These two characters are just sitting in one place, not doing anything, which is, I don't know, it's kind of interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. I mean, like obviously there's reasons for it, but
0: yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's. If good. you're
1: looking at it purely at like what happens when, it's just kind of funny.
0: Yep. Um, Melio rem has it. Ron has his uh kind of a little encounter with Welfin. Um, where we learn Welfin's ability. Um. Which I like how it mentions this later where he doesn't even trust his own ability. And actually, it's because here you even have a moment where it fails. So it's like it's not even that he's uh, like wrong to mistrust. Because Welfin just has no trust for anyone, basically. Um, so
1: Welfin's little arc is really interesting. Yeah. Like he's definitely a character I probably underappreciated uh, the first few times I went through this. But here it's like, oh, oh, there's, there's something here
0: yeah that's how it definitely felt like i'm not sure if like like could i make a a well a welcome video while you do the cheetah video probably not but um you know maybe there's a point to say about him in general because yeah he's a small character in the arc like just kind of doing his own things but then he has like a really like he he he, a really important moment later where with meruem you know so um and maybe he'll show up in the future because he is uh going off to uh find a character who we're supposed to see later uh, or that the story has sort of said that he's gonna show up eventually or he's gonna be gone rather um so we'll see um oh ooh, then we get the good uh, yopi moment uh, or uh, rel- or rel- related to shoot and knuckle too where um like knuckle runs away and then runs back when uh, yopi went back and finds shoot alive and he uh Shoots, cry uh, like he—he he had all this character development. He fought all, so hard against um he was just compl- he only last didn't even last half a minute against, and uh, that bastard looked at me like I was dirt, and he's just crying, <laughs> oh,
1: which yeah. is, and it, it's really interesting in the context of Yuppie's character arc as well because here he passes by him and says he's not worth killing, but by the time he has fought Knuckle. And Morrell and all these guys, he he doesn't do that anymore. He's like, okay, you people are kind of amazing. So I, you know, you deserve the right for me to finish you off. Um, yeah,
0: like before it's like, they don't matter for his goals. So like, like Shoot's not going to get up again and be like a threat anymore. It doesn't, it completely doesn't yeah. matter whether or not he does anything. But um later like now that he has humanity is recognized them more as individually so He's like okay should i kill them or not but he's like he should kill them because of his mission but he doesn't want to kill them because he kind of you know they helped him they kinda, he kind of likes them in a way and it's like yeah it's uh it's good
1: <laughs> i also think it's kind of funny when knuckle comes to that realization and like there's the full pa- er, there's the page where shoot just like face plants on the floor as knuckle is like oh and then he's yeah. like oh sorry <laughs>
0: It is a little funny. <laughs> but anyway, then uh, Melko comes back. Be... He's, he's getting mad. <laughs> and then he, he gets really mad and uh, starts to actually learn his powers. Now he's feeling like, you know, because, ang- yeah, I think like fear, I think I've, or, you know, I'm just knowing because like, you know, plants can feel fear, basically. Like, it's the most primordial emotion, like, because it's probably the most helpful for survival, you know, but anger is something that, you know, um more, it's a bit more of a human emotion, basically, so um, now he's pissed off, because before he's just kind of been, like, there, just like, yeah, I'll, I'll follow the king's orders, you know, whatever, oops, I uh, grew wings and flew into a giant rock wall, oh, well, like, now he's pissed off, so um, he's, he's starting to get that humanity, um, and, like, there's even a cool moment to it later where, um, you know, he's, like, he starts to, like, you know, his whole part of the fight is, like, channeling that anger and realizing, like, mastering it. Which he, he does and um, like there's even the part where Knuckles is like, Oh yeah, I'll trigger his anger and then he um but Yopi's like, Oh no he's mastered it, he's able to hold it back. Um so but we'll we'll talk about that maybe later if I didn't already say enough. But um
1: Oh, and here's one of my favorite moments. Yes. Best boy T Two shows up <laughs> and he t- the, the 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 balls on this guy. Like he Go, comes up to zeno one of the most powerful characters in the setting it is like well you're not even the guy i want to fight but you'll and zeno's like am i so i'm just a warm-up for you and he's like yep <laughs> and then zeno's just got that panel where he's just like i'm tired <laughs>
0: uh Yeah, he's like, I don't want to fight you. Go away. But Cheetah's like, No, I want to use my ability. I want to use it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then Zeno, he, then he, he's kind of talking about, like, oh, he's having, like, this existential crisis because, like, he, he, for the first time in his life, like, he might have accidentally killed an innocent person. And Cheetah's just like, My ability is amazing. And <laughs> no respect. Like, these
0: characters have no, yeah, they have, like, no chemistry at all, but that's why it's funny because like Zeno's like dealing with his own shit and Cheeto doesn't give a shit at all and like he's just this ignorant kid and then um oh look uh you should uh, look up uh, behind you so, uh, and I am not falling for that one I got it. I I um di- um one of your friends taught me never to take your eyes off the enemy and then he fucking just dies <laughs> uh, and <laughs> what I thought was interesting about that is that like. Cause he he like we were talking about how um you know moral was this sort of like he, you know he's a mentor he's even kind of teaching his opponents you know he can't yeah not help it but Chidu doesn't take like the positive lesson from uh, moral or the best lesson because like really like because even you know he had his eyes on moral a lot but he what mostly Chidu's failing was that it was it was a lack of situational awareness and so like but he takes like the quickest easiest lesson he can from moral which is just the yeah. literal you know always watch your enemy but like as a result he gives himself tunnel vision like me you know he's really fast so maybe he could have avoided Silva uh, if he noticed him but um I just like going back to the speed thing is like he takes the quickest easiest lesson he can so even though he does grow it's uh
1: <laughs> it's the most shallow growth he could have possibly had right so and then he just dies
0: exactly so I, I... <laughs> it's so good I can see why you like Chidu he's a he's a good idiot
1: um and just like the stuff with his his powers too, like I don't, you know, I, I talked I talked about it with you off the podcast, but you know, Hunter Hunter creates this world and like this power system where people can they can they can express themselves and you know represent themselves however they want. They can have whatever ability they want. Um, but but sometimes you know sometimes you're just a chi two where you you have all this free reign and you make an ability that contradicts what your interests are um you come up with a new ability on the spot and it's useless it's even worse um and then you just randomly die <laughs> uh, there's some there's something kind of relatable in that like <laughs> he would have been a good inclusion in my jobber video oh. and i'm upset that i didn't yeah like he would have been the he's the exact opposite of um of kaito from Yu, Yu show
0: yeah that that's fair
1: um like, where Kaito inspires all this inspiration of being way out of his league and, you know, taking on these threats that are so far above him and still managing to do something um, and not giving up and everything, Chitu is the exact opposite. He is the most incompetent, <laughs> the most irrelevant, complete fodder. He's trash. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also just think it's funny, like, like you know, you'd think your aesthetic character
0: going based off Yu show would be like Karapika or Killua, you know? But no, no, it's the it's the dumb cat <laughs> the cat boy. You
1: know <laughs> and yeah, there there's that little panel where <laughs> Zeno's talking about the time being condensed and Zeno's or Silva's just like, okay.
0: <laughs> I should take your stories with a grain of salt is what he actually says. Um
1: Yeah. I liked your translation better, okay boo. <laughs> I
0: was thinking that it's, it's that's perfect. Yeah. Uh so anyway we we cut back to moral a bit, like we sort of see, okay, here's where they are after three minutes. Um and then we get uh, the scene of Ikago in the basement with Bluster and uh, Welfin, I think. Yeah, Welfin's there too. Um, but yeah, Ikago finds Palm's uh, message that where she's like, yeah, assuming that I'm, I'm dead. Um, I kind of like how we don't, like, we see all these characters, but Palm, we don't, like, find out what happened to her until, like, we see her again, I'm pretty sure. Um, and then we find, okay, this is what happened to her, you know, since, like, you know because like everything with her is pretty big until we, up until we see her has mostly already happened so um at this point already okay then we go back to the yopi fight and I kind of talk about the moment that I already mentioned where uh, or yeah the, where you know he yopi is pretending to be mad so that he can lure knuckle in and then he um he's about to kill him when um Killua steps in oh and then we get to see Killua's uh, godspeed which is really cool and it continues on like you know he learned it from the the encounter with the dart guys where you know he can use his uh, electricity for higher reaction speed and it's cool
1: yeah uh-huh. i also like uh, um i also like knuckles moment where he's going in for the punch and he's like man i i, I can never think this fast <laughs> um and then it's like oh wait is this the the life flashing before your eyes before you die or whatever oh yeah that's it
0: then um it almost was um Cause, and that, that idea was even mentioned by... Uh, late earlier on when the arcs started... When the invasion really started, I think. So... Um, the life flashing before your eyes thing. Um, yeah. I feel like it was. Um,
1: yeah, but also Knuckle is like... The best friend you could ever want. like the, What was the, the, the panel where like it talks about his running speed and he's like oh one time when he was like in elementary school he like broke his friend out of like a police car and like just ran around for like the rest of the day and like ev- evaded the cops and it's like yo this guy what a champ
0: <laughs> knuckles really great yeah um also I'm, no- I'm noticing this uh one page where like Killer is fighting yopi and yopi's sort of realizing like you know these guys are a fraction of my strength, but, like, I can't, I'm helpless against it. Like, I can't do a thing. Like, he's just pissed off. Like, even, you know, shoot, who he had the elongated battle with and, you know, defeated, basically. Like, yeah, he was still, you know, alive. Like, he didn't just crush him as easily as he physically could have. So, um, he's starting to realize, like, oh, yeah, Nen is, there's more, a lot to it. Um,
1: I like the specific translation where he's like, aura's deep. Damn.
0: (laughs) Me, when thinking about the Chimera Ant arc. (laughs) <laughs> I Me mean, when think about literally anything, I don't know. <laughs> I, I love reading into things, so um And
1: then of course you get the moment where Knuckle goes back to shoot and shoot's not there and he's like, Where is he? Yep,
0: because uh, you know, Nov is As we find out, like, he's still helping. He's just, like, he's not going to fight, but he can still be a support role, you know? Like, because I, I, you know, I pointed out, like, he's got a really powerful ability, so um, it makes sense to pull him out of the fighting. But, you know, he's still really helpful with, uh, like, you know, even if it's just here, he gets shoot out of the way. So, um, he's safe. And now no one has to worry about him. And Knuckle can worry about uh, avenging him on his own uh, without having to worry about his safety. Because there's other ants around. Something bad could happen. So, yep. So, anyway, back to Okago in... The basement um he has more of a sort of like back and forth with bolster um and it's like yeah he realizes like yeah the best thing to do here is kill him but then he can- he can't do it um he's he's got too much humanity <laughs> to just like pull a trigger on a life even if it would like be of great benefit to him and his cause so uh, good little moment um yeah uh, oh yeah then we got finally get the payoff to the moral and poof thing where poof uh reveals his power and uh like they talk you know they sort of break down like whether you know morals action was the correct one because there you know um i feel like there's something that comes up later that i was comparing it to where um he talks about like his experience because like he was able to tell like okay something's like not right out there so i should be out there helping um you know like but um he just has this intuition and like which is why he justifies like yeah it was right to take down the smoky jail where poof argues that it wasn't you know he should have held him you know longer because you know he couldn't have escaped like fully escaped and he might have been able to, be able to kill the the b-sized uh regular poof that couldn't escape you know even if he got like 99 of his body outside so um oh yeah and poof does take away his pipe so there's that yeah then we get a really minor character for the arc uh hina the um the ant girl who she helps out Bizf, um and they kind of end up well, they, they, those two and Wolfen uh, uh, end up together with the uh, at the end of the arc, so maybe we'll see more of her. Because relatively speaking, we we didn't get much of Hina, so I don't know if uh, you know if there's even more. Than- yeah, all
1: we really know about all we really know about this one is that she's like an exorcist, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of it.
0: Yeah, she's she's she she looks cute, but she's all, like she she's only helps up for the treasure, basically, like you know, selfish. um i don't know we, we, we don't really get a lot of our deal so i don't know like i, I keep thinking about it but it's like i'd love to see you know uh gyro slash meteor city arc because that's where they were going to find gyros so maybe gonna end up there in future arc and i, I am looking for because I, 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 I really like this the, the meteor city city setting is interesting and i'd like to see more of it and uh, oh gyro gyro involved too that sounds great um oh yeah so also um back to the op bit um Moral makes a bunch of Knuckle clones, and there's a part where like, yeah, I got him, and then nope, <laughs> um, Knuckle got him. This like, oh, like Moral's like, oh, there was never a real one, and then Yopi gets pissed off, and then Knuckle comes in and hits him, and he's like, yeah, there, there, there's the real one, and Yopi blows up again, <laughs> and they're just like, because Yopi's like, he's trying to master his anger, but like, he's still getting mad because he's yeah, he you know, he's 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 evolving. But also, he's not, evol- he, he can't match that level of experience in literally, like, ten minutes. So, um, it's just funny to see him, like, flop back and forth between, like, yeah, I master my anger. It's like, you bitch, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's good. Uh, Killua runs into Ameliorim. Um Melioran I keep mispronouncing his name. Fuck. <laughs> and they sort of uh, talk for a bit while Killua is charging up. Um, Melioran recognizes, like, his... <sighs> Kilo is sad. He's a sad boy. He has every reason to be a sad boy. Ooh, then we get the uh, back to Gon for a bit, where Poof shows up. Um, and, you know, Gon sort of like threatens, like, yeah, he'll, he'll, he he'll might, or, is mostly worried about it, and Gon's, you know, leans into it, just because he wants, you know, he has his own desires, and he's, like, gonna ignore this opponent, and not refuse to give Pito the opportunity to, um, to fix anything in the situation, so... Um,
1: yeah, there was a specific moment where, um, when Poof is like, I don't understand, isn't he sitting there because he wants to save her? Yet you talk as if he would bring harm to her. And then, you know, Gon just tells him to shut up, which almost seems like, you know, if Poof had been able to press that, maybe there would, maybe the scene could have gone in a different direction. Like maybe somehow Gon could have been in some trouble because he would have had to deal with two, um, you know, with two of the Royal Guards and like, would, or would he have actually... You know, killed Komugi in that situation, because um, we do see that he's he's willing to, you know, like he was able to he was willing to use her as a hostage and all this stuff. So he wasn't the most morally pure, I guess. Um, yeah. But would he go um, that far?
0: I see. I, I don't. I don't think he would. But at the same time, it would be interesting to see him press to that point, basically, where because you know he's never killed an innocent. He's killed some ants, but um, not uh, a person. Um, so Yeah, but, and it is interesting Because, yeah, Poof have pressed it, because, like, that's what he wants Like, if he w- would have manipulated gone into killing Komugi, then, um You know, then that would have been for his benefit But, uh, yeah Didn't happen that way
1: And this is also where you get to see, you get to see Poof Start to bounce off the other royal guards Um, because he's the one Who is the most loyal To the sort of, like Collective ideals Of, like, the ants, like he's loyal to the the like the the ideal king yes. and so any sort of any sort of um like inter, hu, human interference or you know the characters becoming more human is a bad thing from his perspective and so this is where he starts to clash with Pito and later he gets kind of skeptical of Yupi um and so yeah he yeah. Um, I mean Alexander made a whole video on, yes. on poof and he is <laughs> he's a good he's a good antagonist for this arc he's good at being you know a despicable little shit uh
0: <laughs> yes he is um, yeah it was a good video um
1: and i can i can understand why people don't like poof because he's good at making you not like him uh but as far as him being a bad character hmm, i'd have to disagree
0: yeah um but anyway um yopi transforms he sort of you know if he um you know manages to hone in his an- or you know direct his anger into like He's got a fucking weird gun, and a, with a, his shoulders like a face. I don't. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, they also talk about how like he's he was actually pretty close to losing his Nen abilities. Like uh, in three minutes or uh, or almost four minutes, if he even if he tempered his Nen, he would lose his abilities. So if he starts using more, he's actually going to... Um, you know it's it, it, they they got so close to actually like defeating yeah. basically. Um, so
1: yeah, that's one of the. Probably one of the more defeating payoffs of the arc is Togashi lets us know, oh, hey, they were this close, uh, but they they can't do it.
0: Nope. Um, anyway, we go back to um, Merom and Netero. Um. They find a, a, you know, former weapon testing site to uh, fight in. Um, Merom talks about sort of his goal where it's like, yeah, he, um, you know, he he believes there are humans that deserve to live and um, sees Komugi and Netero as some of them due to their, you know, power, but Netero's like, uh, yeah, I don't think humans are best livestock, so maybe I don't, I don't accept your deal, um, Poof leaves part of his body behind with Gon and, uh, Pito, um, while running off to find the king himself, then we go back to more Merim and Netero stuff,
1: um, this chapter is, this chapter is just really interesting from, I don't, I don't know, like, what's the specific verbiage I'm looking for here, I don't know, it's just, like, an interesting discussion of, like, ideals and philosophy and stuff, and talking about, like, w- like the nature of power, and just Meduem's whole growth up to this point, and, you know, obviously the contrast with Netero, who is able to, he's able to assess uh, Meduem's sort of character, but he's already come into this mission with an objective, and he's going to carry it out regardless. Like, he has to stop himself from, like, getting invested in... Yeah, because like no, Meto potential humanity.
0: Right, because he is like still a child in some ways, but it's also like yeah, he's you know he has the power to change the world. Like, um, you know, so you know maybe his method isn't the greatest, but um, you know, he's even saying like yeah, I want to destroy all borders. I want to give everyone you know, I want to give um, you know, perfect equality or a world without you know unjust wants. Like he wants to make you know, like it's not but You know, so maybe you know culling you know humans is not good. Obviously. But, um, like, Netero says, like, he can tip either way between human or, human or ant. So, uh, I kind of mixed up human. Um, I don't know. That's what he should have. Togashi should, not the Chimera ant arc, just the ant arc, right? No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone cringed from that. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, Merum just said he's not going to fight Netero, um, because, again, he doesn't need to, um, like, he basically gets wailed, like, the whole fight is him getting wailed on for the book pretty much um and for, the
1: most he kind of sustains before the big you know the big blast the most he su- sustains is like oh i'm starting to feel like a mild you know like a mild ache
0: yeah and that is going all fucking out and it's like he he, he successfully bruised meruem like <laughs> the, roughly the damage i would you know like you know if someone punched me you know just the normal person just punched me like yeah i got a bruise ow like that's the strongest human in the world going all out against Meru. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, and yeah, the art with the fight is good too. Cause like you, you posted a t- two page spread and it's like, you could, he f- said that like, I can hear Togashi's bones crumbling or something like that, where it's like, cause the art in this, yeah, it's good. Like the whole arc, good art, but, um, you know, it just took a while to come out and, and yeah, I feel bad for Togashi's back. Um. So you anyway, back to Yopi, and we get some some good Yopi moments where he's uh, uh, like he's like, man, you guys are amazing. Um, like he he's, um, you know he he admires them because um, like you know now that he's like put himself past his rage and like able to you know compartmentalize it, he's like, you know at like what these guys are capable of, and you know how they have like the fact that like he this strong had to you know come through these realizations to like master that strength. These guys you know, even with their lack of power are still was like, match him, and he's like, damn, y'all are good. Um.
1: In that sense, it's almost kind of unfortunate for the circumstances at hand, because if he had just kind of left to go do his thing, uh, he would have gone bankrupt. The ability would have worked because he would have run out of time. Yeah. Uh, but no, he, he had his character development, and oh, he became more human. How unfortunate. Um, <laughs> so as a result, they had to let him go.
0: <laughs> yep, um, because yeah, he's saying like yeah, I needed to, um, I need to kill you. But then um, you know yeah, he bargains for the uh, um, the APR to be removed. Um, and there yeah, there's kind of like a sunk cost fallacy thing where it's like um, you know when you've paid put paid time or money into something, you don't want to like s- you want to see it through um, rather even though it'd probably be better just to quit or you know potentially yeah um, and then yeah but knuckle- like so you know they because they like shoot got destroyed for this um like morals d- dying like they they all the 10 10 minutes against one of, one of this incredible power beat powerful being and but knuckle's not able to he can't do it um uh.
1: yeah and afterwards morel is kind of like understandably upset about it because he's like you should just let them kill me and you know obviously knuckle doesn't want it didn't want his mentor to die um but afterwards, you know, Knuckles, like, trying to, like, come to his aid, and he's like, no, stay away from me.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then he's even like, let's fight, and Yopi just, he's like, you know, I don't have a reason to be here, so I'm gonna leave. And then, um, he's even talking, like, and this is where he's he's also making a concession for them, where it's like, yeah, he he should kill these guys, because they're a danger to the king. Melior Mel- Mel- Ron is, um, you know, he has that power, um, like, he still thinks it's teleporting at this point, I believe. Um, so it's, but, um... <sighs> yeah, but then he just leaves. Um, and he's like, uh, but you know, he's he even, um, he's like, he even does a kind of Knuckle thing where like Knuckle's like, yeah, we'll duel, fight. And he's like, yeah, fight me anytime. Um, we'll, we'll fight as equals. Like he's, he's extending a kind of hand to them even as he's, ah, yofi <laughs> he's good. Um, yeah, like, or like he puts it, um, he has all this rage from what he, you know, his encounter with them, but he doesn't feel like using it on, on them. Um, so... This is good. <laughs> <coughs> oh yeah, and even though the, Knuckle lost, he kind of has a moment similar to, uh, um, or going back to the previous thing where, because yeah, he's like you know they're animals, but at the, you know he does want to protect animals, but now he's like yeah, I can't see him, see him as a thing we could, we need to exterminate. Like he's he doesn't see he see, just sees Yopi as a person now, basically, even, which is also interesting because he he's the most uh, the le- he was the least human of the royal guards. So um, yeah. Um, then Knob shows up. And, you know, reveals what he's been doing. Or no, he already saw that, never mind. But he's uh, he does help out. Okay, and then I think we get the the rest of the... Uh, <coughs> the rest of the um, Meruem and uh, Neferpito fight. Well, there's a brief encounter between um, Poof and Yopi as they, they're they trying to go, you know, chase down the king and find him. Um, oh, yeah, there's the moment where um, Netero, like, uses his third hand and, uh, you know, claps Meruem between his uh, hands and then, like... Mirum just gives, like, a little bit of wrath, um, from, as he pushes the hands away, you know, frustration, and, like, uh, Netero, like, jumps, like, twice as far as he normally would have out of, you know, fear, and uh, <laughs> he's so strong, holy shit, and then, uh, Netero manages to, uh, get through to him by making a game out of it, um, if I, if, um, you defeat me, I'll tell you your name. And uh Meram's like, shit, now I have something to fight for. Um, and there's also a bit with uh Netero sort of like... Because 'cause he's been so strong for so long that he talks about how like, you know, he's he's used to waiting for his opponents to make the first move. Like, he's kind of a it's like um actually I just realized it's actually the same handicap as Kenpachi from Bleach, where it's like he's so strong, so he's like, Yeah, I always let my opponent get a first hit on me. Where it's like, he's so strong he needs to handicap his opponent, so it's like he hasn't um and now he's fighting someone stronger, so he, he has to deal with that exact same, like, um, yo, yeah, I need to try again, and, um, you know, and needs to, uh, um, like, because he even had a whole, like, uh, death room where he was, like, um, warming up, but he still, it, like, he still hasn't, he's never gone against, uh, someone so strong, so, um, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, and there's even the whole part where it's like, you know, thank you for everything that led me to this point, he gives the heart, uh, symbol, um, you know gratitude like yeah he's finally able to get what he wants and fight um an, an uh, uh, you know fight is all against an unstoppable adversary so but um but it's like yeah the the grat- all this gratitude cuz it's basically like you know the 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 good of humanity all this gratitude and thankfulness for you know the life he's lived and everything that that's given him. but it's all completely against it's kind of useless against Mirum who is also like a human and um and you know he's like he's not even fighting for the first part and now that he is, is he's just still completely like, like he even says like, "Wow, you're you're a great example of a human who's transcended their limits. I commend you." While he's like completely untouched from everything that has done to him so far, uh, and that is like, "Why you little shit?" <laughs> like, uh, do you have anything else to say about the, the encounter? Like, there's more to go. I just, um...
1: I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at this one. Here's the one. Uh two-page spread that I had sent to you, which is just, like, holy crap, like, the detail in the, I mean, just everything. There's, like, this, like, flowery background, the characters, the the big, oh, it's... Oh, yeah, there's, no, ju- um, I don't no. know, like, the, this this spread in particular is just it's a there's, lot.
0: The, yeah, the, <laughs> there's a lot of good imagery just generally, too, because there's also like the whole, the whole needle thing where he talks because he goes back to the rhythm and, um you know, how he, he needs to, um like master master that so that he can um precisely take down netero and um and he's a merrim's like it's just like with the goongi he's enjoying himself in this like um field where he has to you know surpass his you know be perfect and you know master something and surpass himself and um like he you know he's he's not being a wild beast he's being a very ca- calculated and um he's it yeah he, um, he does end up uh, taking netero's arm later but that's uh they, there's a cutaway um and we finally get to palm and um Killua's first instinct is that uh oh if Golan sees her then he's gonna lose it um oh yeah killa realizes that she's uh um doing um or you know, she's not being honest about you know seeing him and or such and they do they fight a bit um um, I did. I I did, didn't read the whole thing, but I'm pretty sure the the Min, the Nen analysis I linked it a while back goes a lot into her character. Um, like I remember pointing out how like you know her her hair Nen ability. It's she, she's guarding. Uh, um, she's putting a shield around herself because like I don't know, and I, maybe that ties back to like because that's the thing is like she recognized her her weak. I think I I think they bring up something in this stretch of chapters because last time um. Like I pointed out, how you know she she knows her her flaws about how she like um, oh yeah like she she she's so aware of her like tendencies that she's like yeah I'll, I'll do this after this point when I when I get to this shake point where I'm shaking like you have about this long left like she's so aware about her tendencies but she doesn't change at all she's still like she's just like recogni- she ex- recognizes and accept them even though they're really harmful uh, traits basically. Um, so it's like, yeah, she wants to be, like, romantically involved with people, but also, like, she kind of keeps these traits, so maybe it's supposed to be like, like, maybe the post goes into it where it's like an, um, a shield around her, basically, so, I don't know. Um, then we get, then we get a really good Kilo moment where, um, he, well, because he realizes that maybe showing Palm to Gon would actually be a good thing because, you know, um, Gon's worry about, uh, Palm, um, was another stressor that, you know, and seeing her alive and fine would alleviate that, but, um... And then there's, like, a whole bit with, uh, oh, she was uh, experiment to see if uh, memories could be attached from emotions, detached from emotions, um, so that to create perfect uh, soldiers. Because that's the whole thing with Nen is that it's about individuality. And so ultimately, like, mindless soldiers are not, like, you know, um, really in the domain of Nen, so to speak, or, like, being, um, like, you know, so, like, all the soldiers have to have some level of individuality. So the experiment doesn't work, uh, basically. Are you there, Mathwiz? Yeah. Okay. He's just been quiet for a little bit, so I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, because Palm shakes off her control. Um, the experiment was a failure because... Uh, yep. Because um, Knuckle shows up at the uh, the room with Poof and Gon and uh, Pito. Um, uh, Poof wants to kind of um, leave to check something. But um, yeah, they kind of debate about that a bit because um, Gon recognized that, yeah, Poof was trying to gonna sneak up on him and kill him. So... And he, you know, keeps Knuckle from being tricked even recognizes that uh you know that's not even the real poof like he, he he doesn't know poof's abilities but he's like um oh no or no no that's why he's doubting everything poof is saying and like poof's like shit this kid is trouble and he's um he's unnerved by his determination and um like he's or he says a line like he might take a bite of a, out of the king later i think is what he says and
1: that's that's what's kind of interesting um because Poof is concerned about Gon's determination and if we... W- so all of the other characters, they have a level of humanity to them. Like, in in, the, in their goals, like, you have someone like Knuckle, obviously, who kind of contrasts him in this scene where, you know, he hails him from behind and he's, you know... So, he... Like, Knuckle's going into this trying to find a way to... Just like with Yuppie, he's trying to find a way to, like, reason with Poof. And he's, you know, going through this with all this respect and whatever. Whereas Gon is 100% or... You know, mostly set in his convictions that he is going to he's he's going to get revenge for Kite. He's going to take out Pito, and he's not going to make you know he will. He'll see. I mean, he's already animals, made one concession, right. but he will. He's not willing to make concessions in the same way that you know the yeah. other humans are. He's more willing so to. Was,
0: reduce, <clears throat> he's more willing to reduce the ants to animals for his desires, basically. Where Knuckle, like, yeah, we have this mission, but I still can't bring myself to see Yopi as something to exterminate. Like, um, yeah, uh, God.
1: Uh-huh. So it's funny that, that like, Gon being le- less human than the others in this instance, it like, it makes him more focused on his goal, and that's, you know, that's where, like, the, the will comes in, like, his determination, like, that, it yeah. is, it's something to be feared, because he's willing to commit so much to this without regard for, you know, life or anything, really.
0: And I also realize he's kind of throwing away, like, because, yeah, the thing about hunters is being good with animals, and, uh, he's seeing as human, you know, cognitive or, you know, volitional animals, or people Oh, are, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and then the part where that came up later, where it was, like, the flash of Kite, and he's like, all good hunters get along well with animals, and then ah. Uh...
0: Yeah, so he's like he's making them animals so, that he can, so he can justify killing them, basically, if need be, because he's, uh, he's uh, like, back with Melioran, where he's like oh yeah, if you were lying, I could kill you without re- re- uh, reservations, and it's like, oh god... <laughs> And then because of the poof stuff, he he asks, uh, oh, "Oh, this was that moment I was comparing because earlier I mentioned um, moral. He was like, okay, based on you know what I'm sensing from outside of my smoky jail, it's like I should drop this because you know bad shit is happening out there. Like he was able to tell that from his experience. We're gone. Kind of has this moment where uh, Pito Peter was like afraid because he just or she just realized like, I, I oh I'm getting better with Doctor Blythe. I could do this like ten like I already you know um, she gave the the three to four hour figure. Um, because she kind of figured that Gon would, like, knock it down to one hour, and he's like, oh, that's perfect. I need an hour. Um, and then she was getting faster with Dr. Blythe, so Gon, and, like, oh, I can finish this ten minutes early, and Gon's like, uh, y- okay, you have ten, ten less minutes than before. Like, he's got, like, such a talent, like, innate talent that he's almost able, like, perceive things, like, on a supernatural level, almost. Or, or, it's just a coincidence, but, um, or it could, or, um, Pito thought it was, like, maybe it's just coincidence, but then, like, it's also so foreboding, um, that because yeah just so and then there was
1: the moment where um where poof tried like poof and pito kind of had like that secret hint through a conversation earlier and then later gone is like you know poof is going to where the king went south and then pito's like wait a minute because gone picked up on our conversation earlier and so then she then you know pito's very like okay i gotta i gotta kill this guy now like I believe Pito's yeah. the one who, t- who mentioned, you right. Um, yes. I, I, I just noticed the, reaching the yes. Through. I just noticed,
0: I, I mixed it up. Cause I just noticed that. Well, cause I thought, I, th- I thought it was in the scene or, you know, cause we do come back to the, them there a bit, but, um, yeah. So I, I just mixed up the characters who thought that, um, cause yeah, it was, it was Pito. Cause, uh, yeah. Cause, uh, gone's kind of gone. He's kind of scary. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Pito decides to kill Gon to protect, uh, Miriam. Um, Oh yeah, now then we get the uh the encounter with the and Welfin in the uh um in the basement area. Other than <laughs> or oh, did you other than
1: that? the stuff with Che2, this is probably the scene that I like was able to appreciate much more on this like reread.
0: Oh no, it's really like the sort of like clash with determination where it's like like Welfin, he's you know uh, his ability is meant for negotiation where he causes pain in people, but then like it call But shows... he's
1: all yeah, it he like he. T- so it's like a negotiating tactic, but also it's not like, he's also kind of a coward in his own way because he is like, Oh, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. But he never actually like goes yeah, that far. Like he's all about like trying to intimidate people. And so in a way he's kind of like, I don't want to say style of, it's not, not what's the word I'm looking for. Like all bark, no bite, which is, you know, he's the, wealthy, <laughs> he's the wolf. Ha ha ha. Um,
0: that was gr- No, that was perfect. Um, anyway, go maybe on. Maybe that's
1: why he's got the wolf design, because yeah. it's, it's theme, it's theming through the character design. Right, right. Well,
0: yeah, Cheetah's the cheetah. He's fast. It's like, damn, maybe... Uh, well, like, yeah, well, no, Elfin is also good, because, um, yeah, like, he's he's threatening Ikalgo's, like, well-being and life, but goes like, yeah, I'd throw away my life for this. And so, so he's completely ineffectual. And, like, then you have this sort of back and forth where it's, like, the ability goes down when he, like, caves, basically, you know?
1: yeah um, so like when, when he when he's like telling the truth and stuff that's when you know the the ability goes away and i, I love the the panel where he goes like it's so easy to pull the trigger when it's only my life at stake um yeah or like, when the only price is my own life yeah. because it shows like he Welfine has this perception that like oh he goes a coward because he wouldn't kill this guy when Welfine is kind of the same way like it's not that he wouldn't ki- so in a way like that ends up Working in Icalgo's benefit because he Welfine is like, oh, well, if he tries to kill me, then my ability is going to kill him, so I'll be fine. But that's not what Icalgo does. So in a way, Icalgo's—it's—it's. It's, I don't even the know if I'd say it's merciful closer. because Ical—yeah, Ekal- yeah, yeah, because well, like Icalgo was... is sti- like in a in a way, there's almost kind of a a sinisterness to it because like he's not willing to kill the guy, but he's willing to kind of like torture him to, you know. Because he's, like, shooting him to incapacitate him and keep him out of the way, so I guess it's not... The purpose isn't torture, but he's just trying to make sure that he doesn't harm any of his friends, um... Yeah. But he won't actually go all the way to kill him, so him being merciful in this case kind of saves him.
0: Right, and, well, it's also interesting for Welflin's character, because, like, he he talks about, like, his backstory with Gyro, how, like, you know, Gyro had his whole thing with his dad, and, um... You know, like, where, oh, I was carried for my dad when I was sick. But no, his dad, the, the neighbor did it. His dad was just, like, didn't give a shit at all. Where Welfen was, like, had to remember, even as a chimera aunt, he remembered his, like, um, his dad trying to strangle him to death and his and the woman behind him just just watching. Like, the, he joked with Gyro about how shitty their child, like, they connected in, like, their bad circumstances and were, you know, they were comrades. So it's, like, at the end of the day, he just wants to, like... You know, even though he has these deep trust issues, like he still wants to connect with someone, and like you know, he's like, "Oh man, you know, it actually feels better telling the truth," or something like that. Or it's so easy to tell the truth. That was it. Like, yeah, like he he's able to open up and connect to people, even um with all this distrust. So, um, what are you gonna say? Yeah,
1: that's that's really cool.
0: No, yeah, Wilfin's another really like good small character who just has this minor but consistent role, and uh, yeah, with a good payoff. Um, it's it's good. Um,
1: yeah, it's where like his ability plays into the into the character arc and stuff too. It's. Nan is a good power system. No,
0: yeah, I like, like, um, I love the way it's helpful for characterization, because, like, it matches the personalities, like, you know, like, like, uh, I forget if I mentioned it last time. Oh, no, I think I did. With Kite, Kite's power that he thinks is annoying. Like, when he was younger and came up with it, he probably think thought, like, yeah, this is a great limitation. Because it's random, I'll never get bored with it. And then he, he's, now he's, like, older and his personality changed and he's just fucking annoyed by it, you know? So it's, like, you know, even, like, and that was just a complete, like, extrapolation, but it's, like, it's fun to imagine, like, why the character chose the power. Why do they think this power would suit them, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, with Welfin, it's, like, you know, he explains it. It's a negotiation tool. He doesn't even trust it, um, to use it, um... And it's ability that, you know, in the power wanes or waxes, depending on, you know, the honesty and dishonesty of the characters. So or the or what is it? The, uh, you know, how much they, you know, comply. And yeah, it's
1: (laughs) then it's good. I also like the little there's a little joke in here where he's like, oh, I'm dying vision fading. And then he's just kind of like Ikaga loads another bullet in the chamber. And he's like, uh, and he just kind of like tries to peek his eye open. And Ikongo's got that mad face. And he's like, I'm going to shoot you. He's like, wait, no.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's good stuff, um, but it doesn't have anything to do with or gone. So why are we sc- cutting away <laughs> to this? Why do I have to get like five chapters to this when I want to see the good stuff? No, it's fine. It's good. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, um, Medrim takes off Netero's leg, um, and he's just like, "You should use Nenda to stem the bleeding." Which so he's referring uh, referring to kind of er, uh, referring to the kind of thing that Hisoka was doing, um, or no, I just he just says to stop the bleeding. But um, yeah, I thought about the thing that Hisoka did. Uh, but Netero does like goes like a step beyond where he just like I regenerate not not like like healing factors it. I don't I I guess I guess well
1: he just like like squishes his leg or something in such a way that it like closes the wound. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's <laughs> So, I imagine there's, like, something... Because, like, afterwards, when he's used his Zero Hand and he has no Nen left, you see, like, it, it's bleeding again. And he's... So, it's, Not like, okay. something to do with Nen. Yeah. Well, because, like, it's just I... Like his...
0: I um, what I just thought of it now is because, uh, you know, hand, maybe, like... I've always wondered if this would be possible. Maybe where it's, like, because, um... Melody can kind of heal people, I think, but like just enhancement in general is with the body. So maybe like there, there it's possible to make an enhancement ability that it's like a healing thing where you know you, it just restores yourself at like it restores yourself faster. So that's something I could see yeah. existing. I don't know if that's what this is. Um, presumably not because there's I don't know I don't see any nen aura. But um, well, because okay, we, we did have the thing later. So
1: because um... yeah, we did have the moment in Heaven's Arena, like you had said, where Hisoka um, when Machi needs to repair his arm. Uh, she's like okay turn off your net or whatever and then you know you see like the blood gushing out again um
0: yes. but yeah um oh yeah so then merom even does a like um a cold shot where he says that like he even mentally brings up the googie stuff and his he talks about his um the rhythm stuff and oh I'll, I'll find out what you subconsciously uh favor and exploit that so um and then
1: you get the exchange where in the 2011 anime it's just a big sakuga fest um but it's like less than a minute there's over like a thousand blows and <laughs> yeah i mean you, you get this big two-page spread with like the flower and so i mean yeah, yeah this yeah. i guess this is one where it, it like in the manga form it, it it's interesting because uh, it like leaves it up to the imagination um whereas obviously in the anime you can show that and so they go all out uh <laughs> with with the sakuga for it and so i don't know i, I like both versions
0: yeah and then of course he go he go he threads the needle and takes the other limb
1: and then netero is all like you think i only need one hand to pray wait a minute hold on
0: what in back in on the airship? what limbs was netero not using during the ball game
1: oh shit because
0: if there's a connect like oh my god was
1: it the left arm and the right leg oh (laughs) Oh, please oh my
0: god i need to double check that right now holy shit (laughs) that's a great uh hold on um let me go back to my old volume it was before Trick Tower, right, or was it after Trick Tower?
1: It was uh, before. Okay. Well, it was after oh, the yeah. cooking You're phase.
0: Right. Right. Because um, I, I noticed that the limbs were on the opposite sides, basically. Um, like, because, and I'm pretty sure that's how it was during the ball the ball game. And I'm like, oh shit.
1: So the ones he didn't use were his right hand and left leg. But in this one, it's the left okay. hand and the right so, leg.
0: So so he lost the ones that he used back in the ball game, basically. I don't know if there's again, I don't know if there's anything to take from that, but I just thought like that's an interesting connection um because that's the that's what nederu was introduced doing and now he's he dies on you know um yeah he dies on the reverse basically so um because he was using the he was using the limbs that he lost and now he's forced to use the limbs that he uh, wasn't using back then basically so <laughs> i can't believe i never noticed that before holy shit um but then he uses the uh the zeroth hand where it's like the merciless roar from the merciful goddess where it's just like, yeah, not even the merciful goddess can, uh, uh, she, yeah, she's pissed on. So like basically like everything all out kind of thing. And yeah, he uses all his men and he just gets really wrinkly. Um, he just loses it basically. And Merom's like, yeah, he's kind of scuffed. <laughs> and yeah, he kind of comes to his final decision where he's like, yeah, individual, individuality doesn't work for, uh, our ant structures, So, um, we'll, 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 we'll keep a human preserve. Um, so, and that's like his concession. Um, and then, but then Netero gets really fucking creepy. <laughs> like, um, I, I have a strange feeling the anime didn't quite handle this, like, the, with the, the detail that dr- Togashi draws the wrinkles with is fucking, like, the eyes go hollow, the face, the mouth, it's, it's creepy. <laughs> And even Merom's like afraid because he's like, you know, this person should be quivering before me. He doesn't have any, his Nen is gone. Uh, He's like old or, you know, he's, he's basically shriveled up, but he's, uh, no, nope. he's, he's perfectly fine.
1: No. Yeah. There is something particularly like sinister looking in the pure black and white imagery.
0: Yeah, no, it's, uh, spooky. Um, and yeah, he, um, I think, I think there was a comment on the last uh, episode. Where someone point out that he wore the heart shirt, and then he pierces through the heart shirt to to cut. Well, I mean, you don't see that part in the visual because it's not like he takes off his clothes. You know, it just shows his naked body for you know the um, effect. And um,
1: but yeah. wait one second, matter let me just take off my shirt. <laughs> right, real right. Quick.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's obviously not what happened. But yeah, he does pierce through the heart shirt to to stop his heart, and uh, you know, and so. What I was gonna bring up here is there's a kind of comparison I I made between um him between Netero and the royal guards because like at the end of the day like um Netero is he's you know kind of a servant so, so you could say to the the world at large where he's like you know um giving himself to this bigger uh group and trying you know he's um so I, I thought like because like later like just after this with the royal guards is you have them sort of sacrificing themselves for their you know leader basically um so i was um i considered that i don't know again i don't know if there's anything more to take from that connection but i just sort of realized that like oh okay so Nether is sort of offering himself for this greater cause just like the royal guards do so um and yeah of course there's also just the whole general stuff with the rose um which you know uh the 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 poor man's rose which is uh you know a big bomb poison bomb as we find out um and, yeah, it does more to Mer- Meruem that, like, this is the strongest Nen user in the world using his strongest technique. And he, he scuffs up Meruem a bit, where, no, just this one weapon of mass destruction made by humans, no Nen, no anything, it, it does far more to Meruem. So, whew. and then, of course, the, the narrator asks if, uh, are humans so different from, from ants? Which is, yeah, the point is that they aren't that different. You know, it's just, like, the circumstances, the environments are what, you know, cha- and of course, like, yeah, the Khmer the ants do have, like, their nature as, like, really powerful beings, but, you know, they still have the capacity for humanity, so... Um, oh, and th- I just noticed this part. Uh, I right, probably should have noticed it before when I was reading it, but... um, So Knuckle sees the poof segment, and he was like, oh, uh, the narrator's like, oh, uh, maybe Knuckle can... Re- he's, you know, he's thinking that maybe he can reach a truce. Uh, You know, after his ordeal with Yopi, he's, like, recognizing humanity in the ants, but then, like, you know, po- the poof segment sees the rose sees the like the, the evils of humanity and he turns like he's he's pissed off he has the ant-like expression and um knuckles hopes were crushed because like you know what how how do you react in that situation like the king is possibly dead by this horrible weapon and uh there goes the truth space any potential for yeah and then
1: you even get the the line from yuppie where he he's like i was wrong once we find the king we'll kill them all yeah. So, at the same time, like, Yupi goes from, uh, these humans aren't worth killing, to, okay, they're amazing, they are worth killing, too. These humans are despicable, they're evil, we have to kill them all.
0: Yeah, and then also Knuckle has the, like, um, he saw an insurmountable barrier in Pooh's face, like, he still wants to reach a truce with the ants, but he just sees it as, like, impossible now, like, because of... Basically, what Netero's made to do because of the world around them, like the world refused to accept the ants. They just like they're not there on the ground. They're not seeing them as like yeah know, like, people. They're just seeing them as monsters that need to be exterminated. Which is it's not even completely unfair because yeah, Meruem just said, like yeah, um, I'll leave some of you alive and then rule the rest of the world. Um, but um, at the but yeah, so but you know it's also you know, the circumstances were were not good. So but the anyway, they find. Um, God. But, like, Yopi cries out when he finds Meruem, and, like, poofs crying before he even gets there, because he knows it can't be good, and Meruem's just a charred wreck. And, oof. But, yeah, they go back to sort of, like, um, really, Meruem? Yeah, Meruem hasn't, like, we haven't seen him eat since, like, the, you know, when he was relatively, like, just first born, And now he's eating, like, he's, like, eating, like, he's describing the best food he's ever had. Um, you know, because that's, you know, how he got power, is consuming it. And, Like, I like how he gets abilities from his, uh, the Royal Guards. Like, they even say, like, oh, our abilities were never meant for us, they were meant for you, because he's able to use them even better. Like, you know, he could take Yopi's Rage, but because he's much more, like, emotionally, like, capable, he can use that ability even better. So, um, and like I said, it's compared to the, like, they're the extensions of the the Ant Queen, and, um, so... I, I, I do think it's interesting that even though they are male, they're still evoking like you know, like there's even a direct two-page spread of a mother breastfeeding a child, you know, and that's what it's compared to because they're give they give their whole, you know it's even in more extreme with that because they give their entire you know body like Yopi becomes a kind of t- kind of little like pixie thing like Poof does even though that's not his power you know because he give of how much he gave basically. Um, but anyway, a um, uh, palm, Ikago, and uh, Kilua. Yeah, you get or, oh, you okay. get this
1: the part of Ikago, um you know coming out from the underground and he's like what's happened it's only been half an hour
0: <laughs> yep and it, like everything's just fucking destroyed like in moments but in yeah just minutes
1: um,
0: yeah knuckles and uh Melioran also arrive and they just sort of discuss like okay what the fuck do we do <laughs> but uh you know they're prepared to fight to the end if they need to and then fifty minutes pass, and uh, actually, I just noticed it's actually less than uh, fifty minutes because uh, you know, you know uh, Pito f- finished early, and like it's only fi- barely fifty minutes after the the um, palace invasion started. So, um, and they only met like after a few minutes. So, um, it was more like after four, four, longer than forty minutes that it uh, the operation actually took. Um, but once it, yeah, ed- but
1: Gon-, Gon just instantly yes. recognizes when it's done, and he's like, "Okay, let's go."
0: Yeah, because Pito even reasons that was my slight hint of relaxation enough to alert him that it was over. Um, And he could also just, I mean, you you could also hypothetically see that, like, yeah, um, her stomach's all like, good. She's good now. Um,
1: And Komaki coming to regaining consciousness, and she's just like, what's going on? And (laughs) Gon's like, the next time you speak out of line, I'll kill her. Because Pito is just like, I want to, and no. Gon is like, nope, (sighs) we're done. I gave you all the leeway I could give you.
0: Yeah, and then, like, um... He, he keeps... He tells them to stay with Komugi to sort of keep his hostage. But he also just rejects, like... Every, Kill was there, Paul... Like, every... or I, don't, I forget if Palm was there or not. Uh, oh, no, the part it's where no he's
1: like, all. I trust Pito. And then he does the thing with the hostage, and, and then he's like, so you'll trust me, too, right, Pito? And it's just... <sighs> uh, <laughs> There's no trust. So sinister. And
0: yeah, he's also just... He's doing everything alone. Like, um... You know, he, he's... He, Knuckle offers the help, and he just rejects it. And... And Komugi's just like, what the fuck is going on? Where's Leader? Who are
1: these people? Like, this fourth thing. <laughs> I mean, and, like... I don't know. Like, I guess there's a degree to which you could maybe say that like Gon one, wanted to take care of Pito himself, so like maybe he knew from the outset what he was going to be willing to do. But uh, I don't know. Like there, there are a lot of different ways that different characters approach it. Like um, at one point, Eiko goes like, "Oh, okay, so we'll let, if if Gon gets in a jam, we'll all die with him together." Um, mm-hmm. But then it kind of gets flipped where is like, "Well, if I went with him, you know, maybe Pito would take me hostage, and then we'd have to do a hostage exchange, and then." we'd lose our advantage and then you have knuckle and uh ikaga who are just like how many bloodbaths did they endure to reach this mindset
0: <sighs> uh no yeah it's there's a lot
1: um because yeah there's definitely like ikaga was saying like oh Gon's disrespecting kilua's determination to die with him um so yeah they're, they're, i don't know there are a bunch of different angles that the different mm-hmm. that the characters approach it from so it's like eh, it's messy
0: yeah uh, it's chaos um <laughs> but um so anyway, we go back to Meruem, who is in full form again. And I just, I, I remember I, I talked about like, oh yeah, it's kind of like Cell. Like he's just vanishing towns. He's got the needle tail thing. And this, I, I didn't even connect it until rereading it. But it's like, this is kind of a bit of a a perfect Cell moment where it's like he, he gets oh, destroyed. Say. And then he gets revived, like in per, perfect health yeah. and stronger even. So it's just like, it's, a, it's its own take on that, even if it's like... Um, which, I don't know, it's always interesting because, like, Togashi's, uh, talked about in interviews how he, resp- like, he sees uh, Toriyama as, like, a god, like, um and, in ge- like, I also thought about um, you know in-, in One Piece there's Weevil and Bakian where it's, like, I-, I compared them to uh, um, or someone else compared them and pointed out to me where it's, like, it's like Boo and Babidi where you got this, like, uh, giant, well-meaning really strong idiot who's being manipulated by this piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, like, it's interesting to see all the authors reflect on uh, Toriyama. And uh, when Bleach, uh, when o- o- Okiora and Yami showed up, we were, uh, I was like, hey, look, it's kind of like the Vegeta Nappa thing, or maybe you were, or, you know, just like, uh, he's just so, <laughs> Dragon Ball, I, I've never seen a work that so many people go like, this work inspired, inspired me to do manga, or do art, you know, like, it's, it's wild. Um, so it's just kind of interesting to see it so, uh, like, oh yeah, there's another connection, I you know, between, like, you know this it's, it's it's similar and it's simil- it, 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 but it's also it, but it's also completely different like it, I, I i this is my third time no- and i only only now noticed it so um
1: can't wait for the dragon ball <laughs> Nen show when we talk about how the cell arc is a deconstruction of humanity <laughs> and
0: oh yeah oh god deconstruction i get to talk about that i've been waiting all the whole podcast to talk about the uh the only half of the team four star video that i actually watched um
1: Oh, you didn't even finish the video. I was Ooh. frustrated
0: <laughs> because the the first point they made was really bad. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll get to that. Um, so anyway, uh, Merom. So okay, how do you feel about the Merom amnesia? And do people bitch about it? Because
1: amnesia is a thing people bitch about in general. Um, uh, I mean, we. I think it, I think it kind of works as like an extension of the him wavering between you know human and ant. Um, I don't know. Maybe people have complained about it. It's yeah, because because I, I feel people... like that's something I've been like long enough out of the. I don't know. It's not something I've heard recently, but it's probably something that somebody somewhere has said something about.
0: Yeah, because see, I personally like you know, it, all tropes can be done well or done poorly. You know, it's all a matter of you know context and what it offers. And one of the reasons I actually <clears throat> one of the reasons I like amnesia as a trope is because it sort of it puts a character in this sort of state where. They could be influenced by the world around them or alternatively, um, they're like, cause the thing they most remember is generally the thing that's most important to them, or at least when it's done well. And like, that's what's exactly what's happening here where it's like, because yeah, you, you mentioned how it's like, is he a monster or is he a human? Um, and at the end of the day, he's human because the thing that's most important to him is not like dominant, like Poof's trying to show him, look, you're the God King who's uh, dominating all of these uh, people, you know? That doesn't matter to him, you know? Um, his enemies, they don't matter to him. He just wants to play Goongi with the person who who is the most... Imp- the one he connected to. The one who's the most important to him, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a good information of the trope, basically.
1: Um, At the end of the day, the savior of humanity was the power of friendship. <laughs> Although I guess it's the the power of love, whatever you go with. Yes.
0: Um, the power of Moe, alternatively. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, um, the new connection with, uh, Merrim, like, he's able to tell that Poof is lying to him. Um, later Yopi talks about, uh, like, why he spared the, uh, the, the other, the potential enemies. And he's like, you know, he's even like, I'll accept any punishment. He's like, well, you, you were honest with me, so why would I punish you? You know, like, um, and yeah, his capabilities are, like, it's, and it's all, it's kind of, it is kind of interesting how this, like, plays out. Because it's like, they don't explain the, the, the. The, the the poison to the rose at first you know so it's like it, it, the situation you could always it, it say you could almost say it become it's like hopeless in a sense like fighting wise because it's like it's the king Metro, like like oh I guess it's also kind of a Vegeta boo moment too <laughs> even though it's that's even more distant connection where it's like you know character sacrifices himself to destroy really big powerful thing and really big powerful thing is completely unaffected um, so it's like the situation, like from a fighting perspective, is completely hopeless. They can't beat Meruem. The best they could do is the APR, basically, and remove his Nen. Um, good luck. <laughs>
1: like, well, I, yeah, because there's a moment. There's even, the yes. there's the moment later where Melioran is like, "Oh, but with the two of us, we could." And, and Knuckles like, <laughs> "Okay, will you want me to stay within a close enough radius and not get hit right, for you know, for the however long?" How like, it
0: took what, um, fifteen minutes or so for them to do it to Yopi? Um, and that's Gilpie. this is Mera moves even, like, stronger, so it, it would take, like, yeah, let's just, let's just stay with the king for, like, you know, 20 minutes to half an hour <laughs> to remove his Nen, and then we can have a chance to, to really hurt him, because um, he's still really physically powerful, like, even without Nen, I would, I would not want to fight, you know, want to imagine a character fighting him, so, like, yeah, it's, it's basically hopeless from a fighting perspective, so the only chance is, you know, some, some kind of, like, you know, peace or something, but obviously that's not how it goes out, um, way, anyway, they fly back poof uh goes out to find uh komugi um to do it because he recognizes that uh once he remembers her um you know he loses basically oh yeah that's right they do the um everyone hides and uh oh yeah that's right kilua ah god i love that shit because because poof is like he's not really the physically like the strongest of the royal guards he's just really hard to kill and Killua's ability is, like, a perfect counter to them, to him, you know? So, because it's lightning, it, it doesn't, um, size doesn't matter. <laughs> so, um, it's cool. Oh, no. Oh, no. I forgot about something. I was like, oh, yeah, the king Komugi. Oh, yeah, what about Gon? <laughs> um, oh, boy. So, yeah, uh, Gon and Pito get to, uh, I skipped of a, a some things that I already kind of mentioned. So, um, if there's something I, I missed... Uh, we're at, we're at that moment now, so. Yeah, I didn't think the same math was before we get to the Gonpito stuff.
1: Sorry, I thought I heard a knock at the door, but it must have been next door. Okay. So I had slipped away for a second.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Um, did you have anything to say before we get to the Gonpito stuff, or? Because I already mentioned some things, um, but, uh, nothing I had, I wanted to dwell on that I didn't already.
1: I mean, the scene, the scene where they're trying to, like, where Kilua squares off with Pete, with Poof is pretty fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, like I said, uh, Kilo has the strongest, the best counter for his, uh, splitting apart stuff because lightning doesn't matter, or, yeah, uh, lightning size doesn't matter with, yeah, I already said it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he can just destroy the cells and then Poof can't regenerate or anything. So he's got, yeah, it is the perfect counter unlike, um, Morel, yeah, where Poof kind of had the perfect counter to him.
0: Yeah, like, well, yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, back to, uh, so yeah, Golan and Pito, they go, they go down the, uh, hallway, um, um, Poof, or, uh, uses, uh, trickery with Enwelfin to sort of tell, uh, Pito that, uh, Komugi's safe, so, you know, Pito can go all out, even though you know, it's not true, but, uh, Pito doesn't know that, um, and then, uh, Pito finally tells Gon that this man is already dead, um, and before you go, <sighs> you know, it's rough, um, before we go to that, because I want to talk about the, the Team Four Star deconstruction video, where it, like, talks about how, um, oh, Gon was optimistic, and then this happened and all the ultimate is gone. So deconstruction. So I started reading um, the book. Let me, hold on. Let me get the name. Um, uh, deconstruction by Christopher Norris. I'm only like uh, 20 pages into it. Um, that's not what a deconstruction is. A deconstruction is about language. It's like, sort of like, um, Oh God,
1: he's got the book.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, and I barely started it. Um, it's slightly above my reading level. I'm trying. Um, and I did put it down for a little while. I've yet to see some like um I think like, like there, okay so the part and part of something I realized with genre deconstruction is that like a genre can't really mean something cuz that's the thing about deconstruction is like it's it's front, like we're uh, sort of like a po- different like media literacy time I guess and uh, I'm okay I'm probably that sounded probably sounded really stupid and I'm probably not making any sense <laughs> um like I don't know, we read Things differently now, like uh, Death of the Author is another conversation. I heard that where it's like the t- the context that was originally used in when it w- when it was started, like when the uh, Barth is first came up with it was very different from um lit- media literacy criticism now um or literally words um so I don't know the full ar- like arc of deconstruction but um I <laughs> so the Team Four Star argument I just thought it was really dumb back even back when I watched it because like what their argument was is like optimism and it's like. It's, like it, it uses the realism argument where it's like because it shows something more realistic that means it's deconstructive. That's not what that's not it, the case. Um, like I just it's realism, not deconstruction. And my issue with it is like not only is that like a shallow reading of the whole like moment with Gon and Kite and stuff, and um, but you could replace Gon with Luffy and Kite with Ace, and everything they said is all is it's also a shallow reading of the Mernford War. So I guess One Piece is also a deconstruct sh- because it has you know failure and grief and that's not what a deconstruction is
1: um well because i mean the like another example i think of because i just considering it from the whole like oh the main optimistic main character has like the the moment where all hope is lost uh, the the pain arc naruto and jiraiya like he has a big breakdown and like i guess i guess the thing is like oh those characters but they, they they come through in the end like they get the but i mean that eventual like That eventually happens with Gon, like, he gets a chance to start over, so... Kite
0: kite isn't dead, like, uh, well, that's, and, um, you know, like, Luffy bounces back from Ace, it's like, what's the, what is deconstructive? Like, um, if you want, um, see, and it's not with the shonen genre, it's more with jump itself, but Madaka Box is very, like, meta in a lot of ways, and it outright refers to the jump motto of friendship, effort, victory, and kind of, it does aim to, like, deconstruct that, those, that, um, motto, and also, but also in doing so, like, sort of go find another sort of meaning. Like, a character argues that it's power. Uh, that Like, oh, it really, you know, friendship after victory, it's really just about power, you know, and having strength. Um, where um, my friend argues that um, this series is more about empathy and uh, connecting, which re- is really fitting to shonen, because understanding and humanity and, you know, connecting with people are, fr- you know, friendship. Like, that's a really big thing to them. So, it, it, I need to reread Madaka Box, but, uh, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I haven't heard a good argument for why Hunter Hunter is deconstructive mostly because no one knows what a deconstruction is. I'm, I, I'm not even sure if I can fully explain it. Cause I don't understand it enough, but I, I also like, you know, I think I remember if you, there's like a, a a phrase where it's like, if you can't explain something to a five-year-old, you don't understand it enough. So, so, you know, so what I mean to say is like, yeah, I do understand it to a degree. I just don't understand it fully, you know, basically. And I don't know, I just wanted to bring this scene up to it specifically because, uh, uh, Luckily, I think I do think that the Hunter Hunter deconstruction. I've I've heard it way less lately. Um, You know, people. uh, I still hear it sometimes. Like I I mentioned, the uh, one um, blog with the Nana style analysis, and they do do the thing where it's like they mention the Hunter Hunter as a deconstruction thing. I'm like, why? That's how. (sighs) Uh, So yeah, um, Hunter Hunter can be good without deconstructing shonen. Cause I mean, like I just compared this moment to uh you know the One One Piece, so it's like it's uh, and these are were happening like being built up to at around the same time. So again, it's like that's the thing is like I, I wonder if it, um I don't know because Hunter Hunter is as old as those the big three you know relatively speaking. Like they all started within I think Bleach started in tw- two thousand one and One Piece started in nineteen ninety seven. So they all started within like four years of each other. And I don't know yeah. yeah so they're all really good stories. <laughs> um, I need to reread Bleach and Naruto though. But uh, yeah. So anyway, um, back to the actual stories series. Um, maybe we should have talked about it earlier, but uh, oh well. So yeah, Pito admits that uh, she can't. Yeah, Kite's dead. She can't bring him back. Um, and gone. Uh, he's he he's wrestling with himself because, uh, um, you know, he he like he's blaming himself um, and arguing with himself. Like, no, um, it was my fault. But no, wait, Pito killed him. I didn't do it. Like he's he's trying to like. Figure it out, basically. Yeah, and
1: uh, I also think, crying. um, like the moment before that, where where Pito, you know, like ask because like the very first when they first, um, back at, back at the palace when Gon does his speech, like my name is Gon Freaks and da 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 da, da I came here to get Kite back. Uh, Pito isn't even listening because Pito is trying to focus on like how, how, the task at hand. How do I protect Komugi? Yeah. Whereas here, you know, Pito is willing to acknowledge like you know what what's your name and Pito even apologizes so i mean they are it, it's there that's the that's the character growth i'm talking about where yeah, it's Pito, like, like, like under different circumstances maybe they maybe something could have worked out here yeah, because I hadn't
0: thought about that cuz like you know cuz i said pito's like you know completely you know the what does Marilyn want and that's you know she puts that against what, you know, herself. Uh, but even now she's like, she's not like immediately murdering gone when he's at his most vulnerable. Like he breaks down, he falls to his knees, he's crying and Pito, she's just like, okay. But- well, yeah. Cause that, that's
1: kind of the thing because, um, you know, Pito, they like, they had even thought that, Oh, you know, I have to stop Gon's fangs from reaching the King's throat. But, compare that to like what knuckle did with poof earlier when he appeared from behind but you know whereas like poof tried to sneak up on gone and you know kill him that way knuckle was like hey yo i want to fight you let's fight so he like gave him a warning and that's kind of that's kind of what poof does here or not poof it's kind of what pito does here uh because they're like i'm you know i'm sorry but i have to kill you and right like honestly just like, what?
0: personally speaking like Pito has no reason to give any concessions to gone with what she's seen of him basically like if if Pito just like immediately tried to like, just sink her fangs into him and just kill him like on the spot would anyone like even with a broken arm like would anyone be like yeah I, I understand Pito but no cuz I like, think <laughs> I
1: think the conclusion that Pito draws is perhaps the most interesting because on one hand th- like they recognize that they are responsible for taking someone important to Golan away from him uh, in the same way that, you know, they it, don't want it, was something that from them, maybe. Yeah, it was something thinking. that Pito learned from all the stuff with Meruem and Komugi. And, you know, it kind of relates to how important Meruem is to, to Pito uh, in the yeah, same I way that about, okay, Komugi yeah. was important uh. to Meruem. So didn't think about in triangle. that sense, like yeah. that is the reason for the concession is because yeah, Pito cool. recognizes that, oh, I hurt this kid in this way. But at the same time, in recognizing that, Pito also kind of realizes that they have something more important than, you know, paying back this debt or whatever to Gon because they- they're they concerned about you know, Meruem getting harmed. Right, and... exactly.
0: I hadn't thought about it. Like the the humanity Pito gains from like seeing Meruem and Komugi and seeing the concessions he's making, carrying someone and connecting to Gon Ga- Like re- seeing that in Gon Ga- with Gon Ga- and Kite too, and recognizing like, yeah, this person cared for Kite much like Mer. Like Gon Ga- even saw Komugi as Kite because that those are the two. Like just like you know, we I think we mentioned it before. We're Gon Ga- and Meruem are the ones who care about them. So it's like, yeah, he's she's seeing that in Gon, Ga- but um, you know, she's still like, well, yeah, I still care about you know the p- people who are important to me more than I do you so I'm still gonna kill you but she's also not just like like I said she's not just sinking your fangs into him right away
1: (laughs) Um, yeah so even that little moment is kind of a it's something of a concession even if it's not much of one Um,
0: and I guess like you know because
1: yeah like in kind of developing this more human side Pito also has to kind of forsake it in this instance because there oh I don't know if it's even I don't know like Pito has to kind of set aside the feeling that like, oh, you know, I, you know, I did this terrible thing to this person. It's something that like, they're kind of willing to accept and and live with, like maybe, maybe afterwards, they could have tried to, I don't know, like, I don't know where things would have gone from here. Mm -hmm. But like, the king was more important. So in that sense, it's kind of selfish to, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's more, not maybe well, not selfish, but, like, there's self-interest. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what
0: I kind of realized just now is because I, I would argue that, the, like, the most human-looking ones of the guards is Poof, because he kind of looks like a normal person with, like, antenna. But he's also the least human, because he's, like, enslaved to this ideal of, like, what the king and what the ant should be. You know, he's the one who hates humanity the most, and he's, like, so we're like, Pito and and Yopi look less human but they also become more human basically um before they die Or mm-hmm. poof you know he like we see the see his real face when uh knuckle um s- sees him while he's uh finds out that the king like he's i just thought it was interesting that he's the most animalistic even though he looks the most human generally speaking yeah so um and because he's also the one who's most self-interested like the one who refuses to care about anyone else kind of um so, like even, like, even the king, he doesn't care, like, care so much about Meruem as he cares about the idea of Meruem, which, again, going back to the Alexander video, um, yeah. so, it's neat, um, and then, oh god, um, Pito, yes yeah, says that, um, yeah, I'm not gonna, like, um, he's gonna, you know, she's gonna kill Gon, Gon's, um, you're not even gonna try to heal Kite, and, uh, then Gon, uh, <sighs> Oh shit! Uh, so yeah, I mentioned this before or alluded to it. I forget if I ever mentioned, but back when uh goes receiving training, where it's like, yeah, emotions can raise your potential above a hundred percent, but uh, it's you know it's not stable, and you'll you'll just suffer, suffer kind of some kind of backlash for it. And uh, Gon goes way above a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, the art is like like you know he's doing some cool stylistic stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, Pito's like kind of helpless. Against, like, sort of full potential gone. You know, he's, uh, he even does, like, a full power, like, uh, John Ken Pon or Jajan Ken, Ken. Um, and just, God, the, f- the fucking spreads and the hair and
1: Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> it's terrifying. It's sad. Like, it should be, like, a cool moment where it's, oh, yeah, the main character gets a power up, but no. Exactly.
1: Uh, like, yeah. that, because, again, it was what the arc was building to. This is supposed to be the cathartic revenge. Conclusion, and it's not that at all, right? Because now that you have,
0: all. you know, he's you know throwing away his like his life basically for nothing, you know, like he the person he's fighting for is still alive, like um, it's pointless. But um, Pito, you know, Pito's the, the one who's become more human, and you know, ugh, you well, know.
1: I mean, I guess at this point we don't know that kite's still alive.
0: That's true, yeah. But I, I retroactively is what I'm saying is yeah. that um, you know, what he's doing is just. And there's even a part And then you also or Gon. I was
1: going to say you also have the part with Pito with Pito where they're like, you know, if anyone had to had to bear the brunt of this rage, I'm glad I was the one to do it. Like Right, cuz this because...
0: this uh fighting capability would have Like cuz Pito was like when Netero saw her, he was like, "Wow, yeah, uh she could kill me uh right as I am right now. He had to get stronger and gone destroys her effortlessly. Like gone would have given Merom a fight if he was like this, you know? Um like an yeah. actual fight. So, yeah. and yeah. So,
1: in, in a sense, like, Pito, this is kind of a fitting end for them, like, in regards to what they did to Kite. But at the same time, it's also, like, a self-sacrifice move. Because it will at least, you know, at least Gon won't make it to the king. Right. Like, uh- he had to sacrifice his life... You know, he had to, like, compress his life essence to get this ability. He threw away all his potential. And this goes back to, you know, every arc being a training arc up to this point. Like, you gotta master the basics and whatever. And in this case, you know, Gon perhaps kind of takes a little too much from Karapika. You know, is willing to Yeah, he he exceeds Karapika by a lot.
0: Like, um... Well, because, like, Karapika did it out of this, like, strong desire, you know? And it it was also, I guess, in retrospect, it's kind of Chimera Antish, where it's like, you know, he's... Because he's like, I want to take down the, the, sp- I almost said ants instead of spiders. Um, you know, but, and he's like willing to, like, he comes with this ability, but maybe, you know, it was a bit too hasty because like, yeah, he's, he, you know, like they even mentioned like with the poems is that, yeah, he could have killed half of the, the spiders, but you know, he probably would, you know, pre- presumably would not have killed Krollo and not died like nothing would have, you know, nothing would have been resolved from the events in Dorf knew had they went out without the prophecies. Um, but, like, yeah, Gon's going even farther and sacrificing even more for- for less. Like, he's just mad. He's throwing a temper tantrum, and yet he's throwing away, like, far more than Karapiko is willing to sacrifice, you know? Um, or well, maybe not more, because he's not dead, but, uh, a lot. Um, and there's even a part where he talks about, like, how he can be just like Kite in the end, where because he, he loses his arm, just like, uh, Kite lost his arm to Pito. And also, like, he even, um, I think there was a part where, um- he, t- he mentions, like, oh, I'm doing what you told me, Kite, because remember, Kite was like, oh, we need to kill the, the the little fox bear cub because it'll just grow to hate humans. And, like, so he's kind of missing the point because as a kid, like, he positively influenced Kite because he's, like, Gon is being better. He's being better with animals than this actual pro-hunter, and that's you know, kind of why Kite took a liking to him, you know? Um, but now Gon is throwing that kindness away <sighs> out of his grief and anger, and oh god it's rough so anyway, um back to the palace um Merom uses his n and is immediately able to see exactly everything in the palace everyone loses their shit cuz they're like oh god Merom's really fucking strong um though poof is kind of able to rear him in with the, with the game um at, well after he takes out knuckle and uh, Melioran. but uh
1: there's also something a little sad and um the character is all wondering about like oh where's pito why isn't pito back yet the, the puppets have disappeared. Is is Pito really in a fight that drastic? <sighs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, like, they don't even... The, the thought that Pito's dead doesn't even cross their minds, actually. Um, but anyway, everyone works to uh, try and hide Komugi and keep her away um, from the ants.
1: And this is where Wealthian re-enters the picture because yes. he's going to be the messenger. Yep. And, he, and then, uh, ah, it's this, this a good moment because they're, <laughs> Ikago kind of recognizes yes. the, you know, like, the, the, huma- the, the human... The human who preceded uh, Wellphen in his yes. old life, or however Zuck-Qual, you describe yeah. it, the,
0: the, yeah, the human who became him and yeah, dominated his personality and um, you know, like that. Yeah, we were friends in our old life, weren't we? And, uh, <laughs> and Wellfin's like, damn it, I can't not help a friend. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> uh, God, it's such a yeah, like the development. You know, he's, he's from not being able to trust even his own abilities
1: to. Uh, damn it, I gotta help a friend now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although it's also interesting because that, like, when he does eventually get to the king, like, eventually he almost takes that too too far to the point where he's not even helping them. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, I noticed they also, like, they also went out of the way to save, like, help Bolster a little bit, or, like, keep him safe at least, even though he's just, like, another ant who doesn't even, like, he doesn't even really remember. Yeah, yeah, like,
1: he doesn't even have the memories right. of being a human. And, like, they, and both me.
0: Ikago and Wolfin were trying not to be killed by him down in the, uh, the basement. Like, they were suspicious of yeah. him, so um but they still just help save him anyway. Oh yeah, that's right. Then, yeah,
1: but then you have or, you have the part where Welfing gets a, gets a little too uppity <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, I'm going to fight Yuppie." It's like,
0: maybe maybe not. <laughs> I mean, he is a little tiny pixie, um but also like um he he when he gets mad his nose starts bleeding, which is, you know, obviously unfortunate, yeah. cuz like he just he just dies. Like
1: Yeah, cuz even in the other panels there were some parts where he was just like tiny little coughs, like little dialogue bubbles. Those
0: I didn't notice. Um Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, I see one right there. He's just like, yeah, he's that was a great idea. Poof, you can go now. And he just coughs like, Ugh, I didn't notice that. That's good. Um, but anyway, um, Meruem finds a googie piece and he realizes like I could I couldn't beat this person. Um, like he, but he's remembering, getting closer to remembering her. And then uh, Poof finds Yopi's dead body. Yopi's and uh,
1: yeah, then Meruem's like, oh, so are we gonna end the? Is the game? Are you calling the game off? And then Palm is just like, everything's all right. <laughs> We're gonna be fine.
0: Um, but yeah, they do hide Komugi successfully. Um, and Palm, of course, yeah, she knows that the uh, about the rose. Um, we get a we get a whole big montage about. Um, oh no, yeah, humans can be worse than ants, you know, um, which is fair. Humans have had more time to be dipshits. Um, and like I said, like maybe the ants would have been better if they had, were in a better environment. But uh, you know, humans created the environment that they were in. So like you know, but like they're the same. So. But uh, yeah, the, they they talks about the horrors of the rose. Obviously, you know more of a nuclear allegory without actually using a nuclear warhead, um, because you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not, again, I'm not sure what the point of that, aside from it is to like you know it's something. Basically, I, I get you know he wanted to use, but he obviously doesn't want to use something that's very pretty sensitive, you know, because Japan is the only country that's been nuked, so um
1: and i mean it th- there's like a history of that being present in like various japanese oh yeah, media no, i just so watched a bunch of godzilla
0: movies so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i do think it's... i think the
1: for me like one of the more interesting panels in that montage is well i guess technically the page it's where like you have the like there's the the ant or whatever and then there's just like the foot stepping on the ant it's like we can be much worse like i feel like i feel like that gets the point gets the point across well enough uh, but yeah, but then, like, the, the montage where it shows, like, all the atrocities and, I mean, there's even, like, the reference to the, the guy being shot or whatever. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, that that's one of those, like... It's one of those moments where maybe some could say, like, oh, that's a little too on the nose. Like, Yeah, no, like I can see it. You, you, understand the, you understand the message of the arc already, yeah, but then I, Togashi and I... just goes one step further to apply it to real life, and it's like, okay, you know, I kind of could have inferred that, but, yeah, no, but I mean, been again, been again that's kind of just
0: feeling frustrated. Like, I don't know if I cared this time because I already knew it was coming, but I'm pretty sure when I, fr- when I first read this, I was like, I, I get it. I don't need this. <laughs> and now I just know it's there, so, like, I don't care. But, uh, yeah, what were you
1: saying? I mean... I mean, like, I, I kind of, I had mentioned it earlier too that the, these stories tend to some, these stories tend to be a little on the nose with their themes. You know, again, like to reference my talking to Jutsu thing, like I had, I would find quotes from characters of them literally saying. <laughs> The things that I s- still hadn't realized on, like, the first or right. second no, read-through. No, like,
0: I, I rem- no, the big one I remember is when I was like, oh my god, Madra, his contradiction was that, like, he says Chakra separates people, but he connects to people through battle. And then, like, at the, the, his death scene with Hashirama, he's just like, oh, I guess we were battle buddies. Like, basically saying it outright, and I'm like, oh, I thought it was this big monumental, like, connection I made in my brain, <laughs> but no, the series literally spelled it out to me, and I just didn't notice because I'm stupid. <laughs> So
1: yeah, so this is kind of just like that.
0: Yeah, um or
1: in the same way that uh the head the head poke thing that Kishimoto <laughs> would do and you're like, "Oh, this is cool." Yeah, and then he did the page. Cuz you know,
0: like someone, you know, younger or less like literate than me would de- like maybe like this is the kind of thing like if you weren't picking up on it is like now you can go back through the arc and pick and connect everything better, you know? But as yeah. a, as you know, like again with the head poke thing is like I I knew and I like it was satisfying making that connection myself and then seeing it all spelled out is just like, "Oh, okay. Fine. Sure." You know. <laughs> like it's good imagery you know I'm not gonna say it's like oh yeah bad. these pages are bad it's just like like you said it's fits fit. it's on the nose like even just the first page with the ste- human stepping on the all the ants on the corpse is uh <laughs> is on the nose enough but uh yeah it's fine but yeah Merom's life is on a timer um he uses his N again to find Wolfin, um well Poof is dying from the the poison and Wolfin basically just fucking breaks down in the like he, he needs to find this one word um, and, it, like, he's face-to-face with the king, like, he, he goes from, like, a wolf to a puppy, like, he, he, he ate super ages, he does the nov thing, um, god, he, he just turns into a sad dog, um, I'm trying to think if this ties into the trust element of his character, um, in any way, I'm not sure, um, either way, it's still a good moment, because he just, like, you know, like, the narration gets home that, you know, he, um, because of all these stresses and all the everything happening, he maybe comes to an answer he might not have come to otherwise. And he just says, Komugi? Like he realizes that, oh, yeah. And then, Uh Merom remembers her. Um, and yeah, Poof kind of like gives up. And he's like, yeah, okay, he does care for her this much. And, you know.
1: Well, yeah, especially because their, they're, you know, like their emotions and whatever are linked. So he immediately gets to like feel that himself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, oh, shit, I never had a chance.
0: And I guess, I guess, Poof like accepting that Meruem it cares about Komugi this much, you know, as like a per- like it, it, maybe it's him finally recognizing and being human and recognizing Meruem's humanity, sort of, and not just as a concept. Maybe, um, maybe, I'm, maybe I shouldn't mm-hmm. go that far, but uh, I just, you know, because he j- he does die, he just dies like immediately after this, you know. Um, yeah. So, but you know, I just had the thought right now. Um, uh, and then there's a little moment from Welfin where he's like, he's denouncing Merom as king. And he's like, my only king is Gyro. You know, you're nothing to me. You're our enemy. And Merom's just like, I hope you get to see him. I live a human life. Like, I think Merom knows at this point about the sickness, or maybe not at this point. I know he knows later when he encounters Palm. Like, he knows that his life is on a timer. And he's just like, he just gives Welfin these kind words. And it's like, ah.
1: (laughs) And of course, Poof is like, no, (laughs) because that's not what... It's not the ideal he was fighting for the king to be.
0: Oh, that's okay. Yeah, maybe I was wrong um earlier actually.
1: Or I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't know.
0: Maybe Alexander can a- analyze this panel for me cuz he likes <laughs> Poof. Wait, like, I'm fine with Poof. I don't I, I don't have issue with him, you know. I recognize that he's, you know, good and interesting, you know. I just um I just prefer I, I, you know, other I, other types of characters in general maybe. Um so, I don't have issue with Poof. He's fine. Um but anyway, uh, Merom tracks down Palm. Um this scene is a uh, interesting because he just like you know he like I said he knows his yeah um yeah he knows uh, well he 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 knows he's dying he, he knows Palm knows he's dying and he just he just wants to see Komuki and Palm is kind of like she's arguing with herself like I guess going back to the barriers idea that um you know she's like um internally she's she's thinking things that don't match what she's saying like um
1: well yeah because that's where you kind of get like the internal struggle yes. between because now she's part aunt and so she's kind of able to see both sides
0: right And because part of it yeah oh that's yeah that's a good way to put it where it's um yeah um like her you know in her mind she's like oh the king would never lie to someone as lowly as me he wouldn't need to do it and but outside she's saying i can't believe you like um <laughs> she's yeah, she's conflicted cuz she is, she's she was on the mission to exterminate the king as a human and now she's an ant. Like the part where he starts to bow and she stops him and starts crying like, "Oh god." Ah, she doesn't want to see this the, the ant king bow to her, you know, even as an enemy. Like cuz he but he's willing to throw away that king, his everything just to be with Komo. yeah like, he doesn't care. And
1: ah. <laughs>
0: Um, and, like, even says, like, oh, yeah, your resolve is the strongest and most beautiful that I've seen. But even that cannot, like, hold up to, you know, like, because, you know, I, resolve is hu- a human thing, but so is, like, compassion. And, like, she has to, she she, she bends on a resolve out of compassion, basically. Um, because, and she breaks her promise, like, e- everything just so <sighs> Meram can find Konvugi. And she's sleeping. Ah. And he's like, let's play. And, ah... Uh, we're getting to the tears moments, was aren't we? Because um, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that's that's basically I don't. That's basically because again, like, it, to how to, it, it's really interesting because pe- it's like where because pe- 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 uh, I know people like I I, I kind of bit, uh, talked about it back when the talk show I think where it's kind of oh the, the end of the last arc is kind of anticlimactic, but like Togashi does that with every arc in Hunter Hunter pretty much. Like, yeah, what's the climax here? Um, Merom dies of poison and gone like. I guess, you know, loses shit against, uh, you know, Pito and Netero fights Mirum. Like, you know, the climax happens before, like, where is the climax? Like, what do you even, like, I don't, I, I need to, like, define it and, like, okay, what well, well, this moment is the climax relatively like... It's, it's interesting because, yeah, it's just... But it's still really good and interesting, like, the whole way through. So, um... Uh, or what are you saying? Or right, I thought you were going to say something.
1: Well, what I think is kind of interesting, um... Because in the 2011 anime, they adapt, like, so here we have chapter, like, uh, Meduem talks to Palm, and then goes to find Komugi, and then we cut away to the stuff, you know, kind of like the fallout of the arc, um, or wait, maybe I'm wrong. Well, okay, yeah, so things do get re- things do get shuffled around a bit, like, we get a little bit of fallout, in the anime we get a little bit of fallout from the arc, and then we wrap up the stuff with M and Komugi, and then we get the stuff with like Welfine and Bloster and them. Okay, yeah. And
0: because in the manga, but here the, the...
1: that happens first, and we end the arc on the chapter More, where yes. it's just like the black, well, not even black and white, like it's just text bubbles.
0: Right, right. Um, yeah.
1: So I thought that was interesting because it's, it's like it shuffles things around a bit. I don't and, only like the, the final yeah. note. See, I is... I remember
0: very few like anime manga differences for some reason. Like because I only watched the anime once, so um anything is welcome. Because um, yeah, I don't remember. Well, it helps
1: that right now I'm working on an AMV for Hunter x Hunter with this arc in mind. Chidu?
0: No, I don't <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it's not a Chidu okay, AMV. That would be funny.
0: <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny um so anyway yeah we get the wealth in aftermath and blister kind of just goes off with uh um i forget the uh the name of the ant. i just know her
1: as right Re- it's reyna <laughs> like which is well yeah that's all they call her yeah like i don't think they call her anything but Raina. No, i
0: thought no there was a, no she had an ant name um i guess i could look it up but i um
1: well in, i know in this chapter i'm pretty sure yeah. they refer to her as reyna
0: right because <sighs> okay see i like this trope like, I, I, off the top of my head, I remember, I think one of the yeah, earliest chapters of Zip Man had it, the new Shun and Jump manga, and then also in 20th Century Boys. I just love the trope where, like, there's a character who, like, you know, has no reason to be recognized or don't think they'll be recognized, but then they are recognized, like, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, she, yeah, her, Raina's like, yeah, she's completely changed. And she's even like, how did you know? And starting to cry. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs>
1: yeah th- yeah and she's just accepted
0: like pr- like yeah even in this new monsters forum she's just like yeah i don't care that's my daughter like she was grieving and you know i mean kurt uh, i'm pretty sure he wasn't named back then but not, the cult is also alive even though um you know he's not here but uh you know he has more of his personality so um god it, it, it's good tears <laughs> happy tears although
1: it's kind of interesting because you get the um, like when, when Bloster shows up with her, they're like, oh, monster. But then when they, they like, they find out that it's Raina, they're like, they're okay with her. And so initially it's kind of like, eh, you know, they, they're not, well, but then afterwards, like, okay. So it's like, initially they're a little scared off by the appearance. Understandably. So, I mean, the ants came up and like took people away. It was kind of yeah. spooky, but, but then afterwards they're like, oh, um, Hey, won't you join us to eat? And he's like, no, nah, I'm not that kind of guy. Uh, the the part that got me the part that got me was when uh reyda walked up to him and it's like thank you let's eat come eat with us and then he's got like the tear No, that was really uh... good too
0: because he's like he was this criminal and you know we don't get his backstory but we can assume it's not too dissimilar from like gyro and the like you know because like wolfen and they recognized him like yeah he doesn't have his memories but they like they recognized him as being one of the ones who was with them, and even he had some like "Ah, i kind of feel it so it's like but he finally gets a home you know like and it's also kind of interesting because he's I wouldn't say he's been irredeemable but it's like he's basically just like killed people like you know what's his character been so mm-hmm. far like he's just like, he's a gun you know but then he's just Well gets... yeah cuz
1: cuz he's he's not well cuz he even says it himself he's not like the others like he they all have like the people who have the human memories have kind of like a different look in their eye but he doesn't have that so he is kind of the most aunt I don't know if I'd say he's he, like the most ant of them all but I can see where you're going but, but like part, at least. even yeah. he like even he is able to kind of find a home and and yeah humanity like
0: he's just like yeah he's just going to live with these people as you know a weird lobster dude lobster gun guy and but it's it's they don't, they don't care he doesn't care it's, it's
1: actually now that i think about it that's kind of that's kind of cool because like so her older brother um ends up you know becoming colt and he's off doing something else right now um so it's kind of like, he kind of, like, steps in oh, yeah, to a, kind of a, fill that older brother role yeah, almost. Yeah, that's
0: true. That's when you put it like, because they, they, they don't and have a like, father it, either, so, like, Colt, well, Kurt was yeah, the, the, the man figure in the house, and now that he's got, so Bluster kind of, yeah, fills in that role, because, uh, uh, yeah. I yeah, c- because yeah, like
1: Colt was was resolved to protect the, the girl um, who we find out later is Kite, but now that we know that it's Kite, like, is, is something gonna change? Like, is he gonna end up going back to Reyna? So, I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But guess this this moment with Bluster is really good yes. and he's like why am i crying and
0: <laughs> ah uh, anyway then we get the 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 news story of, of how the uh the east gorto situation is seen by the world where um oh yeah it was genocide uh mass you know suicide the the dictator went crazy Biz or Bizif was being uh blamed for it because <laughs> we saw earlier where he's just like yeah i guess i'm a one criminal everywhere or no we say it later or no it was earlier yeah he's like yeah i guess i'm a political refugee let's do it. meteor city is the only place i can go so might as well go along with you to find gyro <laughs> what a weird like team up really like Wolfin, hina and bizeph like <sighs> oh, yeah god um it'd be yeah i do like i said i hope we get a meteor city arc you know before before me or togashi dies <laughs> i guess um uh please i don't know i hope we get chapters this year that'd be cool too um anyway we get also get the uh poem um the Ma- maso kikuchi poem um and the real the uh, joik uh D- dictator guy who's just like he was it's just a puppet um uh state in the first place and he's just like he he just avoided everything he's just fu- fucking as vacation home uh, um did you have any thoughts on the poem itself
1: um yeah i don't know <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know i think i um uh, mostly had some some thoughts about the lines about um you know because it, it's like you know good at, um how just like you know people don't need um or like well especially mentions that like you know, peace is too um or lifetime is too long for peace because you know peace I guess is like um you know it's a calm it's also maybe even just like you know re- relax like you're not doing anything so maybe you know people want some kind of like excitement in their lives but at the same time war is just too brutal like life is too short to be so consumed by hatred and fighting you know um and then I guess it ends off saying like, all you need is you know the sun and soil you know nature and poetry or you know some form of like art I guess is uh what the I don't know so uh...
1: I don't
0: know it's uh. I don't know. It's interesting to consider. Um, and he ends it off on like the arc where it's just like, you know, cause it's saying, you know, ultimately it's like drinking to a creature called man who's just sort of exists in this state and, uh, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's almost, but you know, it also like the arc ultimately like chimera are basically humans, you know? So I don't know. It's neat. Um, maybe there's more to consider there. Maybe comments will have more to consider. Um, it was just my thought. I mean,
1: it, it is an interesting little poem because, like, as far as like you know, too long for peace. Like, there's like humans need some sort of like ambition. They need something to like strive for because, like, I don't know. There's too yeah. much too much time to do nothing. But then at the same time, yeah, like y- what you said about like hatred and war and stuff. I mean, it definitely fits in with the with the the arc.
0: Yep. Anyway, we're we're almost done. Um, not as long as last time. Um, but uh, still three hours.
1: But yeah, I think one of the one of the, uh, what am I trying to say? Like maybe one of the more interesting bits of the fallout here is that like the ants because it's because of how things are classified like the ants just kind of they're not seen as like they're not demonized. They're just kind of seen as these new magical beasts that exist. And so f- as far as um the ending of Yu Yu Hakusho goes and like the ending of level E, this kind of like, it ties it all together because you have these creatures who were at at war with the humans at one point. Um, but at the end of the day, like they can kind of just blend in and exist. Right. Like
0: we, they don't fully do that with the remaining ants. Like we, or we do see some of them like, yeah, Colt is with, uh, you know, kite and the hunters, and there was the koala, there's I think the koala shows up in uh the next arc. I'm pretty sure. You know, Melioran's gonna do his thing. If I assume, um, like yeah, a call go like Palm like Palm's not gonna lose her hunter status. She's still she's just a chimera ant hunter. You know, or, or a hunter who happens to be a chimera, not someone who hunts chimera ants. But um, you know, so yeah, they're they're just people now. Um, like, it's, like, you know, Mr. Bean exists. Like, it's not like humans don't look weird, too, sometimes. So, yeah. Um, but it is interesting, because that's the thing. is like, because, um, I think, like, the the ramifications of the chimera ants being a part of the setting now, and also even just, like, Kite, and, like, Kite, I'm pretty, I think... Do, I forget if Kite... No, Kite and Gon do interact, right? After this? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I, I'm not remembering. Yeah, when, when the like, koala guy yeah. gets his speech. But, like, we, since the story has moved away from Gon since this... So, minor manga spoiler, I'm pretty sure we've already mentioned it. Yeah, no, I did already mention it. Like, so, I, I, I uh, one really weird comparison that I thought of, again, with the stories coming out at the same time. is just, And I think of One Piece all the time. But, like... um, So, I already compared the Gon-Kite stuff to Ace and Luffy. But you also have Netero. So, you have, like, this character death... That matters to the main character. And then you have this set, Whitebeard and Netero, who are these big setting-affecting deaths. But, like, so we we do see how Netero's death effects are setting in the arc right after this with the election. And, uh, obviously, with One Piece, we do have see how Whitebeard's death effects are setting. But because the story has moved away from Gone, we haven't really seen how he's been, like, continually affected from the events of this arc. And so, like, I don't know. It's So, Kite being alive is... You know, potentially interesting and like what happens to kite after this we don't know because we haven't seen the story so this is where like me wanting more hunter x hunter <laughs> it's like because yeah i'd love to see more more of the ramifications of chimera and because it's it's the longest arc in the series um you know we not that we don't see any ramifications because like i said right after this we go into the the uh, waves forming from netero's death um but uh you know there's other aspects being shown here that that leave me wanting um <laughs> So, um, but that's good. Stories should leave you wanting up to a point.
1: <laughs> so long as there's not complete, if they're complete and they leave you wanting more, yeah, that's, that's a little different,
0: right? <laughs> but ongoing stories. I like, yeah. the...
1: um, I'm, I'm looking at the, like the conversations with Morel here. And I, I like the line where he's like, you know, you guys sit at your comfy desk jobs and your or your comfy desks and your air conditioned rooms. It's different out here. When people we trust say they'll handle it, they'll handle it.
0: Yeah, morals so good because right, that one person to to confirm the death of the king, and it's like, well, are you gonna fucking go fight find the king? Like you do it. <laughs> um, you go say hi to Meruem and ask what's up. Um, the strongest being on the fucking in, in known world. Um, but yeah, um, everyone's resolved to not let Gon die because um, he's he's not in a good state um and Kilo Kill was sort of ruma- uh, ruma- uh, con- uh, ruminating over it and he's like um like he wishes that um gone said let's let's go let's uh, get him together instead of you know let's go like he just um uh, he's just sulking um but uh, he's going to yeah, like you said, he's going to make Gon apologize, and he's going to help him. Like, yeah, he's going to clean up his mess, but no, Gon fucked up, and he needs to say sorry.
1: <laughs> and that it's so good for char- for Killua's character arc, because, th- you know, earlier in the series, he might not have even said that. He might have not have had, like, the self-worth to challenge Gon on his yes. mistake. But now he's grown to the point where he's like, you know what? I, res- I know that I'm worth more than you treated me you know with how you treated me back there yeah, he, you're gonna apologize to and me, he's willing it. to
0: see gone like seeing Gon's flaws so up front like he's no like yeah he's recognizing that gone isn't like this bright shining light you know there's some darkness there and he's like okay yeah he's got to be accountable for that darkness in some way even if it's just apologizing for K- to kill because yeah gone <laughs> you're bad no you're good but you were bad then <laughs>
1: uh by the way um yeah, Kite. Kilua has yes. he's got he's got a solution. He's gonna save Gon. He's gonna go get a very good girl and go yeah, save Gon. But that's next yes. time.
0: <laughs> so anyway, then uh, Reina uh the the or well, Reina was the name that he was gonna give the ant queen. So it's it's kind of funny. So we get an ant who turns out to be Reina and gets named Reina. Now we have an ant who is named Reina but turns out to not be Reina. So <laughs> it's Kite. <laughs> and
1: yep. yeah, and then I like Morel just running across like he's got like his um what, what i forget what it's called but the thing that he's with just like falls over and he's oh, like oh yeah, the, the i think yeah yeah the IV drip <laughs> i didn't notice that falling that's
0: that's that's a little uh funny because he's just, he's just so you know he, he's got to tell everyone so he's so he just you know, drops because yeah that's gone the whole reason gone was grieving and suffering was because of you know a, kite or kite's death but no kite survived somehow um you don't gotta explain shit no then you do have to explain the shit <laughs> um, but we'll talk about that i think it comes up later but uh yeah next time um
1: <sighs> well because it, it probably would have been strange for kite to not survive because like for all the other ants that were reborn from their human selves into another form like why would kite be different yeah no
0: that's fair no I, I have no problems with kite coming back um, yeah. I just, like, I just wish we'd seen more of the... We had by the, you know, point in the story that is now... and Maybe not no, by well, now, Well, Kite
1: but. coming back isn't even the biggest ass pull from the <laughs> results of this. <laughs>
0: no, it, it, oh, God, that's right. Um, it's more that I just... I, I just really want to see more of Gon's character, and the story has moved away from yes. Gon. So, like I said, I have no problem. I know specific problem. It's just more just, like, the really... If yeah, if I had the whole series in front of me, I'd probably have zero issues. But, uh... <laughs> oh, well.
1: <laughs>
0: so, anyway, uh... Merum and Komugi, they're playing, playing Goongi. Um,
1: oh, there's the, the part where um, Komugi's like, oh, I guess you saved me. And he's like, no, it wasn't me. It was my, it was my men. And, uh, and then he's like, they were too good for me. It's,
0: ah. Uh, and then he, he gives his name and, uh, you know, he just wants, to, he doesn't even want to be called Lord Merum, He just, you know, um, but then they, they make it a deal. Like, okay, if I win, you stop calling me Lord um
1: and then she's like can
0: i can you wait let me die after that he's like oh but then he's also like um he even says like no you won't die because you i'm going to make you lose innumerable times like he he wants to stay with her forever and just play Googie. ah like uh, he doesn't you know he, at the end of the day he you know he, the thing he wants most isn't to be this you know king he just wants to play the game with this person he cares about uh and um then and then they do the she does the move that um you know, that he tried earlier with the, the um, the, this, uh king in the corner, and he's like, are you mocking me? And they have a little exchange where, like, um, he uses a novelty buster, and she uses, uh, and she's so happy, and she, ah! <laughs> and she's...
1: Yeah, and I like the part when, when she does that, and he's like, fine, you may die when you lose after all. Oh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, God, and she's like, do I deserve to be so happy? Like, she's so good and cute! Ah! <laughs> and then like they're well, well and then Merom finally gets his answer and Komugi cuz you know she is akin to the king you know they connected and they were born for this moment so that they could connect even now ever briefly and just over this game and then they get the the dialogue bubbles where they're just um playing and um uh... Merom was never able to beat Komugi you know i'm just going to i'm just going to take a short rest and i think i think they did or what was the po- yeah the poison was mentioned and um you know
1: yeah because he t- he told her and yes. he's like you know but it's contagious and she's like well i'm gonna stay with you right like and so you
0: know even you know they got kind of think like you know it's being together will kill them both but um they still decide to choose to have that connection to make that connection and yeah i was ugly crying for a bit
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's hard uh... not to <laughs> Cause like well see it yeah I is... remember
0: earlier I said like the, only one moment is in Hunter Hunter has gotten me a cry now there's I can count at least like two or three I think maybe the rain a bit and earlier I got teary eyed at the end of, of Greed Island so um now there's three moments but this one is the original moment so
1: yeah it's it's kind of hard not to it's powerful <laughs> oh
0: god um and then, anyway we get get one lead into the next arc where Netero um where we with the the we see the casual the list of casualties um ngl was placed under the jurisdiction of the hunter association the refugees uh, east corto kind of the the territories got shuffled around to the other nearby nations and uh netero gives the mission statement for the uh to, for the election and we see a little tease of the zodiacs
1: um and jing yeah. jing do we see the back of his head
0: um i don't see pariston in this lineup um but we'll 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 see way more him um oh boy
1: holy shit um, chimera Antarctic God damn. <sighs> yeah, I think I think I might have to go back on my statement that York News is my favorite arc.
0: <laughs> it's too. It's uh, like like look. So with me and like you know I York New is good. I, I like I'd give the series up to York New like an eight out of ten. Greed Island pushes it to nine. It's still a nine with Chimera Ant because like if we get more ten out of ten arcs, then I might have to rethink my rating of Hunter Hunter as a nine. But uh, the series hasn't gone that much farther from Chimera Ant, sadly. Um. But the arc is fucking amazing in a lot of ways. Like, I might even like the first. Like, overall, I might like the first half a little bit more. But the, all the payoffs and the, the second half has some of my favorite moments. Like, but it's it's just a really solid. Like, I wanted to read more after we finished the the last reading. Like, I was like maybe a little bit more. But no, it's like I just yeah. I'll save it for the discussion. And um, <laughs> but I wanted to read it like god and this is my third time going through the series like it's not like with bleach like with bleach i finished a thousand year blood war like the day after we did the discussion like we finished the first discussion the first half and i was like yeah i've already read the second half and you're like really <laughs> like two weeks before we needed to talk about it because um, i just really wanted to finish bleach um but uh i so but i did have a feeling for doing that even just after this uh you know even though i've already experienced the story so it's it's, it's good um <laughs> It like, and, yeah, there was a comment last time. It was, like, you know, how it's... It's a very good, but also very, oh, you know... It is discussed a lot, and, you know, people, again, like Hunter... Say they do the dumb things. And it's, it's a deconstruction. It's, it's just say dumb things to, to prop it up. That doesn't stop that it's a really good arc. You know, just because people say stupid things about it um, sometimes. But uh, I like it a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I get... It's tough, because, like, I get what people are saying when like oh it's it's overpraised or whatever or like it gets a lot of uh or you know like the yeah people making like deconstruct you know yeah no, people it, throwing others showing it under the bus to prop up the chimera ant arc um but even say like ah uh, man i could at least hold myself to the, like oh but it's not my favorite arc well now it is so <laughs> i mean it's a it's it's a good arc it's like one of my favorite arcs in fiction probably now Oh, so no. I'd rank it like yeah.
0: yeah, I'd rank it up there with my favorite One Piece ones. Like I'd, if I, if I, I thought about it, and I was like, shit. If I put the if if Chimera Ant arc was a One Piece arc, I would put it as like my fourth favorite. Under and One Piece is my favorite thing of all time. Like I've been One Piece for way longer. I've read the arcs more. Like Whole Cake Island. I oh god, I had a one two like I, last last time we recorded, I I like I got to read Chimera Ant and then I read Whole Cake Island within like a few days of each other. And I was I was just feeling good because I got like two of my favorite, two, you know, two uh, like my favorite arcs in their respective seri- favorite you know series like you know Hunter is not a 10 out of 10 for me yet but it's it's really fucking good and i absolutely see why people like it so much because it's it's um you know it, it's the the aspects that are good about it don't click with me as much as the aspects i like about one piece but it it's still a great story like oh god oh man no it's well i
1: think hunter hunter is a 10 out of 10 and it's my favorite no, no, thing absolutely, ever absolutely, yeah
0: is it your favorite mo- uh, it's probably your favorite manga right um,
1: uh well or do
0: you, like... Because... Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. Because that's... Okay, because I remember... Because we talked about this... Well,
1: because I know One Piece is, like, a really well-constructed... From, like, a manga-specifically pers- perspective. Yeah, um, yeah, well, because... But uh, I don't know, like... <laughs> I... Because yeah, a lot of your... I guess, pro- it, is, yeah.
0: it is a tricky question, because a lot of your enjoyment with Hunter Hunter is from the anime, and, uh... You know, so, like, where with One Piece you only have the manga, so now you're, and the, I know you, you both, like, really like both of them, so I just, I, yes, I'm putting you in a hard spot because it's funny, <laughs> to me.
1: Well, because before I had said, like, Hunter Hunter is my favorite anime, and, like, One Piece yes, is my favorite manga. that was your concession. But now you're trying to get me to take away credit from One Piece, <laughs> which, I mean, like, I can do, but...
0: Yeah, no, it's, I just, I, I right, I, I think it's funny to, like, press you, because it's funny, you know, um... No, uh, um, they're both good. <laughs> I don't need to take away one away from the other or anything. Like I was bringing up comparisons, but it was more like these are doing similar things, and they're both things are good. But people are, you know, again, they're doing the thing where they're trying to prop up Hunter Hunter. Not that the Team Four Star video was a little bit like it wasn't throwing One Piece on the bus, but what they were saying from the first half could directly be applied to One Piece, is what I was trying to say. So I just don't think it's meaningful to say like, yeah, One Piece is One Piece is the deconstruction of Shonen, apparently. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, I think Hunter think Hunter just caters to my personal That's, specific taste yeah, a little more. No, yeah,
0: absolutely, and it, it's I think it's a very interesting series. I like it a lot. Um, we're not done yet. I just realized, like, we're gonna... So, um, next time, um... Uh, hold on. The exact chapter we're reading to, which will sadly be our last episode of Hunter Hunter, because there's stuff that happens after, and I'd love to discuss that stuff. We're just gonna wait until the arc actually finishes, so... God knows how long that could be. Um, but anyway, reading chapters 319 to 339 so much shorter stretch but we're also reading the karapika special which you haven't read before have you i have you have read it okay so we'll both be reading reading that we'll probably discuss that one first just because like um it's it's just just to get out of the way and then we'll discuss the rest of the series we'll also do our top five characters battle arc rankings or or, our general arc rankings our top five characters our top five fights um that's kind of weird for the fights in this one because, like, um, metaverse. Is... Oh, for the
1: top five fights, I'll actually be able to have a ranking. Oh, nice. For once. Um,
0: because, yeah, I don't think I've ever given a ranking. I've just given, like, here's five fights I really like and maybe some extra ones. So it's weird because, uh, um, well, okay, I just well, put I put mean, the whole like, palace in other, in in other... As a fight? Can I just put the whole palace invasion as one, right? I could do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I
1: don't Well, because, like, when we would do the fight rank, well, quote unquote rankings for the other stuff, like, I would struggle to think of five fights even. Yeah. Whereas this will be like, oh, I got this
0: this <laughs> um but anyway we'll we'll talk about that i gotta figure it out myself too um yeah one more
1: well i mean like that that's not even to say that the fights and the other stories were bad it was like i was more thinking about ideas but i've gone through hunter hunter enough that like you can you i can I, have, I know the, fights. I have the fights, parts yeah. that you
0: like and you know appreciate relative to each other yeah. yeah that's fair um all right anyway thank you for listening and uh <clears throat> we will see you next time for the last time and then on to soul eater A new series again. Um, Wow, it's funny. Like once we're through the big three of One Piece, like especially One Piece and Naruto, it's like yeah, seven episodes. Like Fairy Tail was nine episodes. This one is seven episodes. So it's like, and then we're on to another four episode series. Like what the hell? We can't. We're finishing series on the (laughs) Nen Show. What? Anyway, thank you for listening. We will see next. See you next time.